Yo, fart boy, you ready to go camping at Higgins Haven? Uh, is that Camp Crystal Lake adjacent? Did you say Jason? No, but I think that's Luke Cage. Holy shit, is that Tommy Chong? That's fucking Jonah Hill for sure. Yo, I don't know about that goalie, but he looks pissed off about something. Here comes the spooky! He's my best friend, he's my pal, he's my homeboy, he's my rotten soldier, my sweet cheese, my good time boy, Silicon Nasty Jeff! What's going on all you chuds and chudettes, here comes Spooky's back tonight! We are going to go to the haven of the Higgins and check out and see if maybe Chris got uh, assaulted, maybe she didn't, I don't know. Also, we're going to talk Never Hack Alone too. so sit back, relax, tie that favorite goalie to a chair and make him listen to your second favorite podcast. What's going on, everybody? I am your host, Cincinnati Jeff, one half of the Dukes of this book. And with me always is my best friend, my partner in crime, Nachos! Super team episode of freakazoid where it's the lobe like he gets out of jail and he goes to the fucking fancy five-star restaurant <laughs> and it's this whole fucking <laughs> Cary grant bit it's this and then like freakazoid gets hit with a satellite beam and it's making him <laughs> shift through yes and he goes uh oh my god kurt no not curtis armstrong not lance armstrong the old black he talks like this the chasing a guy Talking about Louis Armstrong? Louis Armstrong. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Oh, Satchmo. I call him Satchmo. Comes to my place. I call him Satchmo. Satchmo. Deal. Uh, but the whole thing, they do this whole fucking lavish thing. And then, who the fuck? It, it's, it's, um, he was in Scream 2. He was the fucking, um, Ghostface goes to college. He was the theater, um, instructor. He's in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. He died. It's he's, yeah, he's the fake Baxter Stockman. He was also in, uh, Warren something. He's the, um, Buy some time. I'm gonna look it up. He is in uh, 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 Star Trek Five, The Final Frontier. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's one of the ambassadors. Uh, is he the? He's the Romulan ambassador. If I, I thought Cleon maybe. I think no, the Cleon's a big fat dude. No, he's not. Is he? He might be the Star Federation ambassador. It's been a David hot Warren. There you go. It's been a hot so minute. David Warren does this whole musical thing, and if you guys don't know what I'm talking about. That's cool, but if you do, why don't you hit us up at that hotline number? What's that number? 704-666-2814. 
That number one more time. 704-666-2814. If you know what the fuck I'm talking about, a cartoon from the fucking 90s and some esoteric... And we're back. If you like fucking Star Trek V, The Final Frontier, call that number. 704-666-2814. What's part six? The Undiscovered Country? Yes, that is the final one. Which you would think The Final Frontier would be the final movie, but that's the one where God needs a starship. Uh, Yeah. Kirk wrote it and directed it. They, They sing songs around the campfire. Merrily, 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 merrily. <laughs> Life is but a dream. <laughs> Let's do it as a round. Row, row, row. Fucking McCoy sitting there fucking sipping from He's his so fucking hip sick of their bullshit. He's <laughs> got the fucking neckerchief. Yo, uh, or an ascot. Saw a dude in an elevator uh, the past weekend that had an ascot. I asked him. I asked his name was Scott. I asked Scott. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> But fucking the comedy stylings of Nigel's McWerewolf are coming at you on a Thursday motherfucking night. That's right. No. Friday the Thursday 12th. That's right. Because we can't get together tomorrow. Nah, we got shit going on. Because we got shit going on this weekend. Yeah, we're going to Higgins Haven. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And I asked him, Kerchief Ascot. He said Ascot. I said, I don't even know that motherfucker. <laughs> no, Is I- your name Scott? <laughs> Yeah, Scott Randall. I know. That's so I always knock on the refrigerator door before I open it. Why is that, buddy? Because you never know. There might be a salad dressing. Oh well. Hey, what are we drinking tonight, buddy? <laughs> so I got a fat orange cat trick or treat, kittens. Yeah, it's really good. And, Mine's almost caught. Uh, so it is eight double uh, I mean eight. Alcoholic volume, uh, double Indian pale ale with candy corn and artificial colors. It tastes much better because I hate IPAs. They taste like earwax. They do. Oh, especially a double one. But this motherfucker tastes like candy corn. Let's talk about this fucking label, dude, because this is balls out. You got cats as like Frankenstein's monster, alien skeleton, Freddy, Jason, fucking Bruce the shark, dude. It's it's wild. That's pretty fun. I'll probably take a picture and put it on uh, Instagram. Uh, oh, like man. my mom's butthole. All right. Well, hey, so here we are talking about Friday the 13th, part three, episode 74. Yeah. Ooh. Get it, boy. There it is. There it is. Get them demons. But you know, before we get to the actual episode, we got to do a couple things and talk about some stuff. News and stuff. First up, our main man, Vincent DeSanti. Ah, Vincent. Never Hike Alone 2 has opened the Indiegogo campaign back up for one last run uh, to try to get some backers. They currently have $233,000 and some change. But if Womp Stomp Films can get the funding up to $250,000, we will get a kill montage which is something I really want to see. So if you haven't backed it yet, look it up. Just Google it. Fucking Never Hike Alone 2. It'll come right up. It's one of the first search results. And give them some money. Anything you can afford, please. If you fucking don't donate to this show for a month on Patreon, if I can give it to them instead. They've got some killer perks, like all kinds of fun stuff. You, If you want to go crazy, I, I, I know that uh, Mr. Cobulus. Hey, uh, Ronald he, he, Cobulus. He's getting like a prop used weapon. That's I believe. fucking baller. Like that's a that's a high tier, but like you can you can get it on a VHS copy. We back the Blu-ray because we just that's that's what we want. Uh, yeah, we back the blue ray. <laughs> we back that blue. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> and then we uh, we bought like we added to it like you can, so basically like a whole shopping cart thing. So like we we be- we pick the perk where we back it for a certain amount to get Blu-rays, and then we added on to it uh, a different perk so that we could have these uh, nice enamel pins. Man, I cannot wait. Yeah, Nacho's is a big cool. collector of those. So we got two ones coming. It'll be glow in the dark. 
That's for you. Your boy like glowing. Um, so like there's all kinds of fun stuff that you see. They got like vinyl records uh, for their soundtracks and things like that. It's just, it's just the neatest shit, man. Like they, they go crazy for it. So like you're not getting nothing for your money. If you give them five bucks, you get your name in the credits. And yeah. Anything higher than that, like you're going to get something physical sent to you. Again, plus shipping. So keep that in mind. But it, just, just check it out. Plus, like honestly, they're really opening this up, this franchise up, right? They're going to fucking finally dust dust the fucking <laughs> knock the dust off, dust the dust off. <laughs> uh, and I would really like to see Vincent have a run at uh, an actual major motion Man, picture. Yeah, because for what? this, uh, fuck, weren't we lied to not that long ago? Like somebody, sorry, I'm I'm playing with my Halloween two, fucking. Uh, I'll tell you guys later. I'll put on. He's got the. I gave him a Christmas present uh, late slash early, uh, and he got uh, he got the NECA Halloween two two pack. It's fucking a fucking me. bloody Mike and uh, Loomis who fucking comes with two guns for some reason. We found out. Shots. <laughs> Did someone order shots? <laughs> so we can shoot him. That's sixth slash seventh time. That's right. You son of a bitch. Did he kill again? Michael. Did he kill again? Deputy. <laughs> I shot the sheriff. But I did not shoot the deputy six times. Yeah, uh, so... Uh... <laughs> Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, definitely back it, man. It's, it's, uh, it's for a good cause. We want to see Vincent do it because what we, we were lied, not lied to, uh, we were told Jason Rising was going to be a really good fan film. Spoiler alert. It wasn't. It wasn't. And I know Vincent was involved, but it wasn't his project, right? Yeah. Like it was written and directed and everything else by another guy. He was just part of it. He's in it too. You know, I will say Jason <clears throat> looked pretty fucking cool. And yes. I'll give it that much. It was just the, there was some ghosty stuff I didn't care for. I, I thought the the part where Pamela's digging herself up was kind of fun. Yeah. But overall, also, uh, Amy, Amy Steele is in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ginny's in there, and um, uh, fucking what's-her-nuts uh, from the first one. Oh, Adrian King. Yes, she's also in it, which is nice to see them back, too. Uh, but it's just, it. I felt like it wasn't just, it just wasn't as good of a film as the Never Hike Alone movies are. No. They're, they're shot so well on such a shoestring budget. Like, it's crazy. Like, you really, really want to see what this guy can do with, like, a couple million dollars behind him. Man, I am ready for the next one. For real. Uh, so, it's supposed to be filmed this year and out this fall. Very much looking forward to it. I believe it'll be out by Friday the 13th this October. That Ooh, is their goal. We get two Friday the 13th this year? Somebody's mm-hmm. been good. Uh, next up, Evil Dead Rise trailer. Yeah, man. Did you watch that shit? Uh, I did. I watched it over at the Atomic Scarecrow's house, and man. Watched it a couple times. I'm I'm on board. I did see something kind of fucked up. Mommy's with the maggots now. Ooh. So I, I'm safe bet. This has nothing to do with the... Uh, this. I feel like this is a fresh restart, a fresh reboot. Or so that's, I want to ask you that. I want to ask you that. Is it a sequel? Is it a reboot? Like... So, doing a deep dive, watching the trailer several times, and then going back and watching like the movies or looking up pictures. The Necronomicon. Totally different. It's completely different from the show, from the original trilogy, from the reboot. I, I think this is this doesn't have anything to do with Raimi, and I don't even know if this has anything to do with uh, the remake, which... That was pretty I mean, cool. it has something to do with Raimi. Yeah, like, I mean... Behind the scenes, obviously. Yeah, he's a producer, but... I Him feel, and Bruce. Well, I... <laughs> I mean, I feel like this is kind of a standalone entry kind of thing. And you know what? Did you ever see Demons 2? Yes. All right. So kind of getting that vibe. And I'm fine with that. But so somebody showed a picture of the movie Smile. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't mm. see it. But it is like identically, it is the same dead eyed lady's face from Smile. Yep. And I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> so I don't know if it's a sequel, I don't know if it's a reboot. All I know is when you watch the trailer, I'm just going to say two words for you Cheese Grater. Oh, f- I'm on board, man. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, oh. <sighs> I feel like. And I didn't even see shit. I feel like that is going to be the new, let me suck that cock, pretty boy. You're going to be a great mom. Why? Because you already know how to lie to kids. Fuck. We're going to make it out of here alive. (laughs) Thanks, auntie. That shit looks good. Anyways, it fucking looks fantastic. I hope they didn't blow their wad in the trailer. I I don't think so, man. I think we'll be all right. Nothing to kiss from you wouldn't cure. Oh, it's just, it's good. It's real fucking good. So in the trailer, what song did you hear? It's like. Wherever you are, it's the Quesara, sera, whatever will be, will be. Nah, I didn't order no queso. What the fuck, man? <laughs> uh. All I know is it comes out uh, late April, like April 23rd or something this year. So I heard this was going to be a streaming exclusive. That I don't know. I, I just want to watch shit in theaters, man. I like watching shit in theaters. I don't get mad if it comes to streaming like other people do. Uh, if the option is there, I will go to theater first. Yeah. But like even with the Halloweens, it's like, oh, it's streaming too. Okay. Well, and I'll fucking watch in theater and I'll immediately come home and stream that shit. That's right. Like, why the fuck wouldn't I? And we'll do it again. I've only seen this fucking movie fucking two dozen times. Like, like I'm not mad about rewatching shit. Yeah. No, no, not even. Seen The Exorcist hundred fucking times and it keeps getting funnier every single time I see it. I want to say it's uh, 137 times. Yeah, it probably is. Anyway, whatever. Uh, so last of that I got, uh, a book titled Sackhead, the definitive retrospective on Friday the 13th Part 2 just released. And as the title suggests, it is a deep dive into... About the, the PlayStation character, Sackhead. <laughs> That's Sackboy. Uh, oh. it, uh, it's the franchise's first sequel. So if you're a big fan of the Camp Crystal Lake Memories, which obviously focuses oh, on the entire hell franchise... Yeah. This this author basically, what I understand, what he wants to do is he wants a whole run of books, starting with the first sequel, because everybody knows everything about the first one. Starting with the first sequel, he wants to just kind of keep going. It's like two hundred seventy seven pages. It's got tons of behind the scenes stuff, interviews, lots of stuff you do know, tons of stuff you don't know. From what I understand from the reviews, I haven't read it myself, but I did order a copy because you can get it on Amazon. It's super cheap too. It's like fifteen bucks, uh, and I'm excited to get it. Uh, it looks pretty cool. Uh, it's something we don't normally talk about is like books, but I mean, when it comes to stuff like this, because they don't normally do a lot of great stuff like this. Camp Crystal Lake Memories was the last one. I wish they would have done um, the the um, when they did the Freddy one. Uh, what was the you remember the Camp Crystal Lake? Uh, oh, the, his name was or, no, is Never Sleep Again. Yeah, Never Sleep Again. They didn't get a book for that, right? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, any of our mm-hmm. listeners school me? Yeah, call that hotline. You know the drill. <laughs> but uh, Camp Crystal Lake Memories had a great book. Honestly, the the I don't want to call it a miniseries, like the documentary. It was very comprehensive, but the book was so much more. Like uh, it covered so much more, obviously, than than the uh, documentary. I don't know, man. And the documentary is fucking ten hours long. Pretty. If you watch big. like the super version, actually, speaking of books and book clubs and shit, we got a uh, Christmas present from our good friend, the Phantom Bastard. Oh yeah. Uh, what What did you get, Chief? Mm. I got Species Two on book. Can't wait to on read about. Book. Those titties. You know what? We should probably do a review on it, like a watch along. <laughs> on the book? Yeah. A watch me read it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, nobody wants that. And on page 87. Turn the page when you hear she unzipped Patrick. her skin like a jacket, and out came those boobies. Those 
alien titties. Voluptuous, Venusian, 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 Venusian breasticles. Uh, what did you get? I got Blade Three. I got a rock. No, I got Blade Three, man. <laughs> I got a rock, and I fucking love Blade Three. And the little note inside was the best. I don't have it on me. I know, yeah, mine's uh, mine's on the shelf out there. Um, but he wrote us little little handwritten notes with our stuff. Which the, the boy, you know what? The, the public doesn't need to hear it. Those are for us. Yeah. Uh, that is my fourth copy of Blade Trinity, the fucking book, <laughs> the movie adaptation. I'm not even joking. That is my first copy of Species Two on book. Maybe there's an erotica version. <laughs> I hope this one uh, is. Why not, man? <clears throat> uh, so we're, we're talking about news and shit. Yeah. All right. So uh, this is. I, I already told you this, man. But this shit's funny as fuck. Hey, I want to apologize for our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the scream episode, and I'm not talking <clears throat> Ghostface. It wasn't as bad as uh, Event Horizon or Friday the Thirteenth Part Vi. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like. I think at this point we actually. I had to scream to get him to pay attention. I think we, if we keep this up, we will have a hall of shame episodes. I'm all right with that. You know, they can't all be bangers. Like you know, your ex girlfriend. What? Uh, anyway, uh, Paul Harmon thought it was fucking great. Uh, well, that dude is a fucking spectacular man. Uh, oh yeah. So I'm at my warehouse, and I am uh one of. Two white dudes. What they call you? Killer Mike. Yeah. What do they used to call you? They used to call me White Mike. <clears throat> and then it just I apparently I have mad school shooter vibes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I I don't know, man. I'd like to believe I bring a very positive vibe to the scenario. The or second something. Mike that I've heard that about. Yeah, yeah, no shit, no shit. Must be so one of these temps, this lady, I don't know what the fuck is being said because when I'm at my job, I put my little earbud in and I just do my fucking job. Listen to your own show. You know, it's like when the football team rewatches their tapes, I you know, understand. so they can get better. Got to review the game. Yeah, and not touch myself when I hear my own voice. <laughs> anyway, so I just hear this fucking lady just losing her goddamn mind, and she's like, "Fuck you, fuck you, fuck all of you, fuck you, fucking bitches." N word. I don't say it. Uh, and dude, she goes, "Step the fuck up." I will snatch your fucking weave off your nappy head, bitch. I like sugar in my coffee. Don't step to me, dude. And so <laughs> cops come and they're escorting her out kind of shit. And she's just going mad dog. This is a temp. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, guess who didn't come back to work the next day? <laughs> me. No. Uh. So on the way out the door, I leaned in my coworker. And I was like, you don't think she was going to snatch my my wig off my head? My, I, my nappy ass weave. I spent a lot of time on this. He goes, you ain't right, Mike. You ain't right. <laughs> I fucking laughed. It was good. And then afterwards, I took Aren't a, you looking motherfucker? Fuck, you ain't wrong, man. Uh, 10, 10 looking ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. I look like a fucking grown-up fuller from Home Alone. Like, I'm going to piss the bed tonight. <laughs> Rubber sheets are packed. Go ahead, though. Yeah, so let's talk about that. No, we tried to talk about that, but Captain Big Mouth was shrieking over us. What's the family connection in Home Alone? Whose kids are whose? Uh, okay, so the oldest one in the first one, the very oldest one who miscounts the kids. All right. Um, and counts the one kid who's going through the bag. He's like, all right, have fun in France. Uh, that is actually 
Uncle Rob's their kid? niece. No, it's yeah, Uncle Rob. They're okay. the, they're visiting in France, which is the same Uncle Rob that Kevin goes to visit in New York. Yeah, well, his his refer uh, yeah uh, refer renovated his home is being renovated. Yeah. Okay, real talk. <clears throat> uh, Fuller, look, look at that fucking apartment to Frank. in. Of course, uh, look at the fucking apartment in New York City. You're telling me Uncle Robert ain't got fucking connections with the Colombians or something? I mean, I mean, I think the whole McAllister family. You got Chicago. You got New York. Oh, everybody seems connected. Uh, yeah, we're gonna go see Uncle Robert. Like it's, it's a it's a friend of ours. Oh of my thing. god, dude! It's fucking Robert De Niro, <laughs> and then he just looks at Joe Pesci. He's like, "I think I know this guy." That's my really good Robert De Niro impersonation. What is your favorite De Niro movie, dude? I don't know. Oh my god, Cape Fear. Cape Fear is dope. Cape fucking Fear, dude. We got to do that at some point. I'm gonna analyze this and that movies. Those aren't bad. I'm not mad at him. Like when he's all fucked up, pretending to be crazy, and they're giving him the fucking Rorschach test, and he's like, "What's that?" Pussy with teeth. <laughs> oh, a wabi shot. Yes. What do you? What do you? What is that? It's like a dentata. <laughs> I got a fucking hard on. You could swing from. You could hang wet towels from this motherfucker. I just the shit he says in that movie just fucking makes me laugh. But if I'm going straight fucking like just best acting Robert De Niro's ever did, it's Kate Fear. Kate Fear is dope. I mean, Goodfellas is fun as shit too. Oh yeah. All right, oh, all right. No, hold up, hold up. I was watching the community and it's the chicken strip episode where like Yes. And it's dude, even to the point where it's like cause Jeff is being a Jeff. Uh he's being a Brita. <laughs> being a real Brita. Three people got that joke. Yay! <laughs> and if you know what we're talking about, hit us up at that hotline number. What's that number? 704-666-2814. That number one more time. 704-666-2814. If you want to hold Annie's boobs, that's right. Call and let us know. If if you fucking shave your sideburns into stars, I love that show. If you are the ass crack bantant, oh my god, please, you know, well, call and reveal that mystery. One day we will have an entire episode dedicated to the ass crack bandit because I think that's like the biggest unsolved mystery. And call into the hotline number if you knew who the ass crack bandit was. Do 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 do. Oh yeah, he's even ass got the crack bandit. Ass crack. Oh. What the fuck were we talking about? All right. Uh, the movie. Yeah, snatching that wig. Snatching. Are you done? You done with the news? Uh. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to patronizing those Patreons. Ooh, what we got? I'm in the goddamn club. Do you want to do them as Spider-Man villains? Yes. Right. Yes. That okay. sounds great. Yeah. That sounds great. Uh, I'll take this first one. Uh, Tom Aerosmith is a Sandman. He's always put me to sleep. <laughs> okay i'll give you that <laughs> what you got eldritch pixie uh lady beetle okay man huey skip okay <laughs> <laughs> hey matt just google that shit buddy. oh my god yeah if you don't know who skip is in the spider-man universe I'm not going to tell you what exactly he does, but I'll let you know that he's very charismatic at it. Yeah, he's the real villain. Uh, fucking Tomic Scarecrow. You're up, Nelly. Oh, uh, you know what? He's Hydro Man, so he'd be making me wet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else we got, bud? Simple, gentle, touch it, fuck it, Ben Welly. Oh, he's the Grizzly. Ah, good one. Right. Uh, Noslin 80. Noslin 80. He's the shocker. 
All right, I got this one. This is John Mitchell. Uh, he's the banjo because he hates it when you pick on him. Seriously, we don't know what that one is. He's like a one-time villain, and it's fucking on the cover. It's like, his name is Banjo, and he hates it when you pick on him. He's like this big old fucking redneck mongoloid-looking thing. It's fucking awesome. He's an outcast from uh, Dead End. No, what's that shit? Not Dead End. Dead fucking, Daylight? Nah, the fucking, um, it's got, not Brooke Assault. The fucking bitch from Buffy. That isn't Buffy. Elysius Kushberger. What? Ah, whatever. Moving on. Teddy Strauss. Teddy Strauss. You know what? He's molten, man. Paul Harmon is Kingpin. Easily. Michael Clark Duncan Kingpin. Shane Riley. Uh, you know what? Michael Clark Duncan. Why not? Shane Riley, he's Big Wheel. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody gets that. No, fuck that. Let's give him a, let's give him a gooder one. He's like Pace Pot Pete. Oh, that's that's Tom. We already got we already hit him with that. Uh, you know what? He's he's Leapfrog. He's not a villain or Frogman. The first one was. The second one's a good guy though. Oh, let me just look on this shot. He's Puma. All right, all right. Uh, and then last but not least, Aaron fucking Southworth of the Horrible Horror Podcast. You are the Vulture. <laughs> okay. No, no. We can do better. You're fucking Mary Jane. You're the shocker. stepdad. Stepdad. Nah, he's um. Your scream. Your anti venom. Your oh, what the fuck is uh, Carnage's girlfriend's name? Uh, Shriek. Shriek. Your Shriek. Your doppelganger. Yeah. Nah, your demo goblin. Your demo goblin. Yeah. All right. We'll run with that. Fuck yeah. Demo We're on our goblin. A game today. There you go tonight all right well you know what time it is after that i think we have to go to the phones thrill me so uh we had several uh pending voicemails that we did not get to last time oh boy (laughs) uh so we're gonna get to a couple more of those that we left off uh from before so here we fucking go here we go i fucking hate you guys you're fucking miserable. You absolutely fucking called me a shit candy cane. We already really? heard this one. Oh, we did do that. Okay, try this one. You fuckers should just have a goddamn podcast where you scissor each other, you fucking goddamn mooks. By the way, who the fuck makes me a fucking ass-flavored fucking lollipop while talking like, oh, he's cherry tobacco, he's a fucking Tabasco sauce. Nah, you're going to leave your two fucking best Patreons as dick-flavored and ass flavored. Guess where your mindset is there, nachos? You got gay fucking flavored everything all up in your fucking mouth hole. You're like the fucking money shot for a gay porn fucking activist. You got both fucking hands full and one up the poop shoot. You're a piece of shit and I love you, but I fucking hate you. Eat dicks and die. Well, sounds like I all of- stuck the bottle of plantains up my ass. By the way, the horse, the horse fucking race fucking goddamn medallion is hurting my fucking rectum right now. But besides the fucking point, you guys fucking goddamn suck. You have the worst of the worst fucking podcast. That's the horrible You horror. have fucking over-talking fucking goddamn bullshit Malachi fucking talking like he knows better. Hey! Hey! Cincinnati Jeff! What? You need to fucking grab your fucking goddamn milk jug and slap that fucking bitch in the fucking face. He's fucking horrible. He's a fucking degen. He's a fucking goddamn lewd. Not to mention, he has the worst. The fucking worst. 
fucking goddamn ability to fucking have alcohol in his system. Cincinnati, you have the fucking ability. Mikey J, fucking hard. Nachos, sucks dung dick. And he fucking loses his fucking ability to live. Oh. That's not... I'm running up a, a phone bill right now. <laughs> oh, we're waiting to fucking fill your fucking voice box. Hope you like this. This is, uh, the, this is after midnight, so the calls are free. Yes, could you please explain to me what you mean by stupid? I might be stupid. <laughs> hey, fellas, this is Thomas Scarecrow. I just wanted to call and say, you know what today is? Garbage day! <laughs> hey, by the way, this is Johnny fucking Mitch. You're a bunch of fucking queers, and I fucking love you, but I fucking hate you in the same sense. <clears throat> oh, uh, apparently I'm holding the phone. Who are you? <laughs> what? Where did you come from? I don't. I don't know. Ready, ready. Oh. Is this an uh, SNL uh, audition team? Um, Nachos? <laughs> Fuck you. Hey, hey, Cincinnati? Love you. Uh, love you too, buddy. I just want to say the only reason I listen to your podcast is because I'm really excited to hear the weekly dad jokes from Eric Southworth, and he hasn't been on there lately, so can you guys please get that back? Thank you. <clears throat> we would love. That's a fan request. We would fucking love to get uh, Aaron back for that. Well, I think we found the drinking game of the episode. Drink every time Johnny misses. Uh, 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 Fireballish. Uh, seriously, you guys need to seriously fucking consider doing uh, tits of horror. You know, it's like every tits that ever showed up in a horror movie and doing a quiz out of it. We did to I mean, why the fuck haven't you done that yet? I mean, seriously, you like guys are fucking time. ripe for that shit, but yet you haven't fucking goddamn portrayed it. We no, we we seriously did that. We did like a top five uh, boobs. I'm playing this one again because I love it. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you There's boobs? still more that we haven't listened to. Oh boy, <laughs> we'll fucking we'll leave them for another time. So, uh, thank you, Thomas Scarecrow. Thank you, Johnny Mitch. Thanks, Gucci Gang. Yeah, thanks. I guess that's the that's, Scarecrow's um, mom. That's mom, too. Yeah. yeah. Calling in. Appreciate it. Nobody uh, said you were stupid, mom. Yeah, no, not you. They might have said that. Yeah, know. those shit clowns. I lied to you. Dick weasels. Those right. coconut flavored tampons. Friday the 13th, Nachos. When, where was the first time you saw this movie? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I was over at Tommy Jarvis's house. No, uh, <laughs> Fuck, dude. He is fucking movie. Uh, you know what? I gotta say, it's it's, it's USA. Like in the afternoon, like that daytime marathon. I have the same thing, except mine was up all night. Yeah, sometime in the nineties. I'll Just buy that fucking marathon of them. Yeah, it was before Goes to Hell came out. Oh, so that's ninety three. I think. Right? I think so. Yeah, fuck it. Whatever, anyway. Or maybe it was after. Maybe, no, it was after Goes to Hell come out. Had come out. I just remember, like, the TV spot for Jason Goes to Hell. Like, I was, fuck, like, third grade, fourth grade. And that shit scared the fuck out of me because they had, like, the most dramatic-ass music. And uh, 
I don't know. And I just remember because like they showed that Did fucking metallic. Oh, I thought you were going to play the trailer, but that's cool. Uh, anyway, yeah. So because it, it's the good voiceover, dude. It's not Jim Cummings. He's Cummings. I'm Cummings. Go ahead. Keep talking. Oh, yeah. And it, it just it scared the shit out of me because I like this guy. Has many faces. That the new line, dude. Death wears many different masks. But pure evil wears only one. The this is your final chance to see it. Yep. That's a good one. I like that guy's voice. I believe he was used for this one. Have you seen this? I'm not sure if it's the same guy. Hold on, it's coming here. So it's, it's an older movie. It's from the '90s. Whoa, feedback! <clears throat> All right, let's try this. This is the voiceover for comedian <clears throat> movie trailer. Take one. The In a Seinfeld world movie. where laughter was king. Uh, no in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no in a world? The Jerry Seinfeld kind of movie, movie, The Comedian. Oh? When okay. the fuck did that come out? In a no. land that... No in a land either. <laughs> in a time... No, I don't think so. In a land before time... It's about a comedian, Jack. One man... No. When your life is no longer your own... What, what does that mean? When everything you know is wrong... That's wrong. In an outpost... No. On the edge of space... No space. A girl... No. Two girls... No. Now, One cup. more than ever... Stop it. A renegade cop... I hate you. A robot renegade cop... You're fired. You're fired. That's not Jerry no, Seinfeld. No, fired. this I'm isn't... fired. Get out of the booth, Jack. No... I like it in here. No, it's the the movie is called The Comedian. It's a Jerry Seinfeld movie. I didn't know we did movies other than the B movie. Um, yeah, this was like the late nineties. Anyway, I just anytime I hear that iconic in a world there in was a, a time, it's, a it just fucking where... brings me back to that fucking trailer because that shit was just hilarious. Yeah, all right, I could see that. So, uh, this is not a video nasty. This is not on our hello nasty list. list. All right, you know what? Fuck it. I don't move on yet. Why don't trailers have that cool fucking voiceover anymore? I miss that shit, You know dude. what they do have, and it pisses me off? It's that fucking stupid dubstep, like, whoosh, yeah. Whoosh. It's or like, there's, like, this out-of-place opera that plays in the background. Ha, 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 ha. And, like, there's fucking explosions. It's like, yeah, okay, that's kind of oh, neat, but, like, I'm, also, I miss the fucking voiceovers. Can we stop taking beloved songs and slowing them the fuck down? Yeah. Like... I've got a brand new pair of roller skates. She's got a brand new key. This summer, Jeff Daniels is Captain Kangaroo. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. One summer, a man raped 13 boys. Whoa, whoa, Jesus. It's called Coco McNuttison. <laughs> Coco Nuts. 
in theaters this May. <laughs> Yo, why the fuck can't I get a Charles Bronson from fucking Death Wish action figure? Oh my god, dude. Look at him double fisting those fucking guns, dude. dude. Luby looks hard as fuck. Anyway, they should bring back the fucking voiceover guys. What do you have like ADD two tonight? It's the uh it's like like just get John St. John to do it, man. He's the he's Duke Nukem. He's also greasy. Oh, that's a different dude. That's Michael St. Michael. Who the fuck names their kids middle name Saint? I don't know. That's like a pretentious ass clown thing. Do you not like John St. John? He's all right. Oh, much deeper. I've got balls of steel. Can we get a Metal Gear Salad movie? Is that too much to ask for? Balls of steel. I love that soccer Have game. Have a taste of my ball. I'm going to kill you old style. Well, look at that. You can see my dick from here. Damn, you're ugly. Rest in pieces. Blow it out your ass. yippee ki motherfucker. Put it on Damn, spin cycle. Damn, that was cycle. annoying. Put it on spin cycle. My name's Duke Nukem. You're pissing me off. <laughs> Did they have, like, some Duke Nukem ripoff called, like, Hardcore It's hand. time to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of gum. Hail to the king, baby. I can fucking go down this rabbit hole for hours. I came here to suck dick and be on a podcast. <laughs> more and dick. I'm tired of this podcast. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> uh, alright, so directed by Steve Miner. That's right. He directed... The second Friday the 13th film. Yes, that's right. He directed part two. What else did he direct? Nachos? Uh... H2O. He did. What he else? He also directed Soul Man. He did. He did. What else? Uh, I don't know. What you got? Uh, he directed House. Two? No. House. The o- no shit. Cunningham produced it, but he directed it. He directed the... He also directed 90- Warlock. Dick Warlock? And this either the same year or the year after H2O came out. Oh, Lake with- Placid. There we go. Betty That's White. Right. Oh, uh, Sarah Wilson, you are right. It is a crocodile and not an alligator. Mm-hmm. So it I sucks when people fact, fucking correct you on that shit. Hey, no, I mean, this was legit trivia in IRL, and she was absolutely right. Well, guess what? Now it's time to meet our casualties! Oh my god, he's killing me! He's killing me! He's killing me! You ain't no Rick. Look at the way Rick talks. He's kind of got that, like, dick in his mouth vibe. A little bit of a lisp. Lisp. But he'd fuck me up. What? He's a cut man. Uncut man. <laughs> Shut up. There's a xylophone coming. I'm coming. Fucking jack off. Broke it, you son of a bitch. You broke it. Eat dicks. All right. <laughs> Uh, so big a big cast. Not a lot of fucking famous people in this cast. Though. Girl got a big old cast. And I'm not I'm not I'm not counting the flashback from part two. We already covered that in part two. Yeah, exactly. So starting with this new movie, Friday thirteenth, part three in three D, we've got Dana Kimmel, no relation, uh, as Chris Higgins. She was in Sweet Sixteen, was actually is in a bad eighties slasher. You know, I she looked she looks like somebody. She's in Facts of Life, and she's the in... The Facts of Life. You take the good, you take the dick, you... 
Okay, let's just stop. No, you started it. Go ahead, finish it. Finish it. You get the crabs, the facts of life. I Actually, I don't know that theme song, but I think some... You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. The facts of life! There's a time you gotta grow and show, but no, you're not a go about the facts of life. Ooh, you're a the grower? The facts of life! When the world never seems to be living up to your dreams, suddenly you're finding out the facts of life are all about you. Ooh. Well played, sir. I love that you can just pull that <laughs> shit out at any point. Oh my god, dude, I love facts like I love Mrs. Garrett. Fucking hot redheaded older lady. Uh, she's cool. I was a big Blair fan. I like Joe. Whatever. I didn't like Natalie. We looked up Natalie earlier. Um, she looks like a troll. I but she did voice Velma for mm-hmm. a solid run. All right, so then we've got uh Paul Krakta? Krat Kratka? Crack. I don't know. He's Rick. He wouldn't yeah, shit. He he looks like like he's 40. Like how Rod <laughs> Sterling was 35 in the fucking Twilight Zone. <laughs> just his it was just smoking. <laughs> yeah, his lungs were sponsored by Camel. Uh Tracy Savage who plays Debbie, she was in 13 Fanboy recently, which isn't a bad that's a Debbie Sue Voorhees fan flick, and you, it's, it's good. You know what else she's in? The fucking OJ Trials, dude. What, for real? Yeah, dead serious. You didn't know that? She's like... No. Oh, yeah, man. She was... Either she was like the report. Go ahead, Google it, man. So either she was like the reporter doing... Because she's a newscaster. Okay. And she shows up in Never Hide like- Snow. I was like Kato Kalen or I don't know. I I I, I like she, I don't know if she was on trial. She might have been like the reporter lady doing the thing. Yeah, that's right, fans. The reporter lady doing the thing. So she was just a reporter who covered the OJ trials. Hey, what have you done? No, 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 saying it negatively. Fuck you. I'm just saying I, like, I when you said she was right, in the OJ trials, like she was in the trial. Oh, she was called to the witness stand. Okay. Savage uh, had covered uh, the OJ civil trials. During the OJ Simpson trial, she was called to the witness stand to reveal her confidential sources and was threatened with jail time by Judge Ito. Uh, she invoked her rights as a journalist and used the shield as law to protect her source for the story. Good for her. Can we say it's savage as fuck? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Dr. Wolf. It's the fucking, I can see OJ and he is scared. Actually, she was OJ, but in white lady face. You know, because, like, Soul Brother. Hold on, where the fuck is it? Here it comes, here it comes. I love this shit. The fucking prank call. White Bronco in the driveway of O.J. Simpson's home in Brentwood, Los Angeles. He's charged. Which has come to a stop there several minutes ago. All of this will be back. Tour of the Los Angeles freeways, this vehicle. Hold on, where's I it? see O.J., man, and he <laughs> looks scared. And I would be scared because there's cops all deep in this. Thank you, Mr. Higgins. And Baba Booey to y'all. <laughs> Boo! Nerds! That's the best part right here. The driveway of O.J. Simpson's home in Brentwood. Clearly an effort being made. They just keep going on. And then, like, later on in the fucking, bro- like, the live Baba fucking Booey. coverage. He's, like, somebody, like, clicks in. They're like, uh, we can ignore that tip. That's a, that's a prank caller from the fucking Howard Stern show. Hey, man, it worked. I can see OJ, and he looks scared. <laughs> and a Baba Booey to y'all. <laughs> I love that shit. All right. Um, Jeffrey Rogers uh, plays Andy. Catherine Parks, who plays Vera. She was in Weekend at Bernie's. No shit. Yeah. The first one? Yeah, the very first one. I like two better. First one's a classic, but two when he fuck, he wins the limbo contest. He goes on a date, and he gets in a fight 
on top of finding fucking buried treasure. Uh, I passed out the other night, and I was told I was very weekend at Bernie's ish, also known as uh, Doctor Cruz from there you go. Friday the Thirteenth. Get at it, boy. Seven, the new blood. Uh, Larry Zerner, yeah, Zern dog. We gonna talk about that. Larry story Zerner at Law. We're later. gonna we're gonna wait for that. All right. Uh, who plays uh, Shelley at Law? Uh, David Catmans. Uh, he plays Chuck. Rachel Howard plays Chili. Nick Savage as Ali, Gloria Charles as Fox, Kevin O'Brien as Loco, and Richard Brooker as the giant fucking man mountain, Jason Voorhees. All right, so uh, true or false, we have done a movie with Nick Savage in it. True. What was that movie? I don't remember. Jake Allen's band. Look, Ricky and the Coca-Cola's. Get the fuck out of your own podcast. <laughs> Go drink paint Trailer in the garage. Killer. No, it's fucking Fright Night, dude. For real. Oh, oh, okay. Remember, he's in the nightclub. Side, side, sidetrack here. Fright Night 2. For real. Yeah. Getting a fucking Screen Factory Blu-ray release. About goddamn time. Fucking, it's not as good as the first one. It's not bad. Hey, you know what? There's worse shit out oh there. Oh, my God. Tonight. It's Friday Night 2. It's fucking excellent, dude. Uh, anyway, someone order shots. That is fucking money. Released in August 1982. Pretty good year for fucking horror. The 80s always is. We've got The Thing. It came out the same year. Poltergeist. Creep Show. Slumber Party Massacre Creep 2. Creep Show. Creep Show. Pop that crazy and let the beast eat your butt hole. Halloween 3. Halloween Season trick. of the Witch. Seasoned with the Witch. Amityville 2, The mm. Possession. No, that's the brother and sister fuck movie. <laughs> it is. Tenenbrae. Dope. Basket Case. Dope. Alone in the Dark. My brother looks like a squished octopus. <laughs> Alone in the Dark actually came out before this in the same year and was the mm-hmm. first slasher to feature a hockey face mask killer. And who released it? What company? Uh, New Line. Goddamn right. Uh, we, we thought, we thought for the longest time, we're going to do that one day. We got spanked, homie. That was never going to fucking see a Blu-ray release because nobody talks about that fucking movie. And then Scream Factory out of nowhere fucking gave us a Blu-ray release. I snatched it up real quick because I was afraid it was going to disappear. But the only, like, the only thing, it had, it had a Screamline DVD, just one DVD release. And that was, it was one and done, never fucking pressed again. And it's like hundred bucks to get like back in the day before they had the Ooh, Blu-ray release. And then they re-released it on DVDA. So I bought uh, a Netflix subscription on top of my streaming service to rent it from Netflix, then burn it. And burn then, like, it like a rat. made copies burn for nachos like and me, so we at least had a physical fucking copy uh, to watch. Nachos and I. Uh, sorry, so X-Ray also came out this year. Pieces. Best exactly. tagline for any movie ever. It's exactly what you think it is. Uh, visiting Hours, and then, of course, the last horror film. How to watch? Nuh-uh. Yeah. Nuh-uh. The last one? The last Nuh-uh. one. The very last Are one. Are you fucking with Joe me? Joe Spinell was ever in. Oh, yeah, he's burning doobies with his mom. Uh, Gigi from The Godfather. This came out on VHS, Betamax, CED, Wait. and Laserdisc. Way to cook. Uh, multiple 2D single and box set releases of the DVD. Uh, there was a 2009 3D release. It took them until 2009 to actually give you the 3D version of the movie. Uh, you got it on DVD and Blu-ray. And it contains both versions of the film. You get the 2D version and the 3D version. No, 2D was in the Facts of Life. <laughs> That's Trudy. Oh. Don't make me sing the song again. I don't care. Uh, so then you get, uh, later on, you get multiple box sets, such as the Complete Collection, which was like a tin set that they only sold at Walmart for a long time. False. It was at Best Buy. Uh, it, was, it was Walmart, too. Uh, you get the eight movie collection, 
which just goes all the way to, to fucking number eight. Yeah, the Paramount Flight. Uh, then Are you, you talking this... from Camp Chris or from Camp Crystal Lake to New York or Manhattan? Yes, from yeah, from yeah, from Crystal Lake to Manhattan. Yeah. Uh, then you get the Scream Factory Deluxe Edition Collection, which that, I know we have. That is the MVP. And if any of you fans or lucky people out there own a copy, you're welcome. Here's the thing about that, though. I want I want to make this very clear. It has a 3D version and a 2D version of the film, but. This 3D version is an updated version of the film in 3D. It is not the old red and cyan version. It's actually... Spawn's daughter? It's a redone version for modern television. So you, you need a modern 3D TV with the modern 3D glasses. If you bought the old school release on Blu-ray, the old just the standalone 3D edition, it would come with both versions of the film, and it would come with 3D glasses. It actually looked like Jason's mask. Wait, so modern... Problems need modern solutions. Mm-hmm. So, if you are a uh, um, lucky, completionist, lucky duck, or a collection whore like I am, when I got my Blu-ray collection, my Screen Factor collection, I gave all my Blu-rays away. I think I gave them to Aaron. No, Lord Marshall. Did I? I gave them to somebody because I was like, well, I don't need two copies of this. I already have the copies on on DVD, but I didn't know that the 3D version was not the old 3D version. I don't have a modern 3D television. I can't wear those Excuse glasses. Me, I, I have corrective lenses as it is. So I went back out and bought a separate copy of this movie just by itself so I could have the original 3D version. Do you uh, want me to go fuck the burps out of you on break? Yes, okay, which comes cool. with the uh, which comes with the 3D glasses again <gasps> that look like Jason's mask. It's super fun. I'm going to beat the burps off you. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break and you can hear from our sponsors and we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, this is Vincent DeSanthi, director of the Friday the 13th fan film Never Hike Alone, and you are listening to the Here Comes the Spooky podcast. All right, and we're back. Before we get to it, though, Nachos had a request. Wants to play that trailer. OG fucking part three trailer. Weekends are a good time to escape to the woods. Unless the weekend begins with Friday the 13th. Because 13 is an unlucky number. But out here, so are 1 through 12. Because these are Jason's woods. And nobody leaves them alive Friday the 13th part 3 in 3D Jason you can't fight him you can't stop him and now you can't even keep him on the screen Friday, the 13th, part 3, in 3D. Now, when it comes to killing in Jason's woods, Jason will come to you. Friday, the 13th, part 3, in 3D. A new dimension in terror. It will scare you. on it. I like how it's counting down all the fucking people. Classic Friday the 13th for everybody. 
They're all good. Oh. I just that whole shit about Jason's wood. Ooh. Join Jason in the woods if you dare. All right. Before we get started, uh, I want to do a little. Um, you want to do a snort? Yeah. You want? Uh, give me two snorts of that. Uh, what's that blue shit they drink in fucking? Uh, it's like it's not Spashcock. It's uh, what are they drinking? Fucking Mandalorian. It's like spatula or spacha. Fucking blue milk. Yeah. Spacha, 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 I think is what it is. No, that's like that awesome tomato soup that you and Zach spaz about. No, that's... Uh, um, gabagool? <laughs> you like gabagool. that gabagool? With the gabagool. No, we like... Um, a hood rat chick. One that don't give a fuck. No? <laughs> no, it's... Uh, I'm fucking drawing a blank right now, and I fucking love it. Um... Oh my god, Zach. Hey, if any of the listeners out there, or Zach, know that thing I like. Uh, come on, I fucking know. Where's the G? Uh, goulash. Goulash, thank hey. you. Hey. Sorry, I've been drinking. I've been thinking about drinking. All right, to the Dark Lord. Oh, do I get mine? Yeah. Oh, you handed me mine? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a chaser. Hey, yeah, that new fucking, uh, not Pet Cemetery. Uh, what is this? Dude, it's good. Have some. Body odor. Super drink. Armor, Black Mamba Forever, Strawberry Grape, Black Mamba Forever. Yeah, pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. So, uh, Final Destination. Okay. So, cool movies. Love the premise. If you had to, like, do a fucking Final Destination movie, but it's a period piece, where would you set it? Uh, so I would pick the 70s, All I right. think, because... Yeah, what's your reasoning behind that? So, like, a lot of products that were sold in the 70s that are too dangerous to be sold <laughs> at any point in time other than the 70s or maybe even the 80s. You know, like, uh, for like a good example would be the cornballer from Arrested Development, Son shit like that. Of- I just blew myself. Um, <laughs> Like, I, th- I just think that you could make a great fucking set of deaths, original deaths, centered just in that decade because of what the dangerous household products that you can no longer fucking have okay uh somebody's afro is getting lit on fire hands down i mean that has to be in it because so glow was highly flammable i was gonna say final destination the great depression era but it's just too easy death is just like oh no uh, here let me open the window for you help yourself buddy long way down that's not it. That's not. That's the Disney one. There it is. I know it's the '80s, but I don't care. Whatever. Dude, 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 best shit. I was at the Goodwill like a hundred years ago and I found a Soul Glow shirt and on the back, like the neck is all fucking like greasy and shit. I laugh so fucking hard. I don't know if that's like a custom shirt or whatever, man. That's fucking fun. Uh, All right, you ready to fucking... Let's uh, do this! Horse around with some maniacs. One of us is really going to enjoy murdering. All right, this film takes place after the events of Friday the 13th Part 2. Uh, in which the horribly oh, so Thursday the twelfth gotcha. horribly deformed mass murderer named Jason Voorhees uh, has survived having the machete slammed into his shoulder by the sole survivors of the brutal killing spree, Ginny Field and Paul Holt, who worked at the nearby. Paul Holt. Nope. 
So we get like the first five or six minutes is just a recap of the final scenes. And you know what? The Fridays are always good for that. Yeah. You know, because if you're late to the game or maybe you like, I don't know. Didn't four see- does the best. Oh, I think seven. Ah, oh, fuck. Four's intro is really good. Because it's just all of them. It's, it's like 15 minutes of just fucking. It's the whole damn thing. <laughs> On the last episode of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Jason Voorhees was, well, just doing ill shit. Uh, so I forgot I could grow. Jason comes upon a small county store. Oh, wait. Before we get into this, Nachos and I were under the impression that each other was writing the script. Uh, yeah. Um, but you know what? We've seen it enough. Yes. So I, I copy and pasted. To from where we can plagiarize. One of the fucking fandom wikis. Uh, so this is their words. We'll obviously zhush it up. Put Je a little fucking wow. spin on it. But uh, that's this, it, this is where the majority of those words come from. Just want to give give credit where credit's due. Because to unnamed was, author, we are we thank you paying homage yes. of plagiarism. Yay! All your hard work will be forgotten. So um, Jason comes upon a small country store owned by the middle aged Edna and her husband Harold. Okay, Harold, he's middle aged. Edna, she looks like twenty something. They just like threw ashes on her face like you're old now bitch i i like how this they start with the fucking 3d where he's like putting the laundry up and, and like God damn it, fucking laundry line fucking is pointed at like the holder or the pole if you will uh that should have been the drinking game drink every time there's a 3d shot but uh <laughs> anyway so yeah fucking edna is just all over harold um he's got a pet rabbit and some goldfish lionel uh there's two there's lionel and there's another one in there but it's hard yeah, to make Amtrak. out the other one all right so straight up I'm going to tell you this. I thought it'd be funny if the fish's name was Lionel Fishy. Fishy. Like Lionel Richie. Oh! It is the 80s. Okay, so uh, they're talking uh, right after this. There's the news on the news. There's the newscaster, Steve Miner. That's right. And he's talking about the survivors of the camp massacre, or camp training massacre, looking at you, Packinac. And so they go on to detail how Jason killed, I want to say, eight people, but they never mention Paul. And then on top of that, they mentioned that there was cannibalism and some weird form of sexual assault. Uh, you got to listen real close for it. Maybe he ate that dog. Maybe he ate that dog's muffin. Mm, I like muffins. <laughs> Just the tops. <laughs> That hot bitch in the game, dude, had the muffin shirt that fucking makes me laugh every time. Oh, that 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 game is nothing but F U N. Okay. We're gonna talk about it later too. I'll talk about it right. Yeah, whenever. Uh so uh Edna's a bitch. Harold's a simpleton. I love how he fucking he's It's a me, and, a simpleton. Eat, eating and drinking the food that he sells. He's like opening fucking boxes of donuts. Do you know how pissed drinking I would fucking be sunny delight. <laughs> cracking open some Intman's donuts and I see fucking like mustache pubes all over it and fucking bite out She's of like, it. What the doctor say? You need to lose weight. Quit eating like this shit. Damn it, Harold. And then Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he finds one of the rabbits and he's petting it. And that rabbit's pretty sweet. That's a cute little bunny. So long story short. Shirt. Long story short. Uh, he murders both of them. He stabs Harold in the chest Whoa, with a meat cleaver. We're forgetting the best part, man. The ugly Take shit of Friday the 13th. Harold is in there, and I don't know. this. His defecation, if we're doing like a Foley effect, it's like somebody stabbed a a, a bag of 7-Eleven chili with a screwdriver. Because like... And you know what? Motherfucker gets up, doesn't even wipe his asshole. 
The simpleton. I mean, simple or not, wipe your fucking ass, dude. I don't know, but you look ass. at you look at his fucking attire. It looks like he's been wiping his ass with his fucking shirt for his whole goddamn life. He's got life. his brown pants on. <laughs> Uh, so what? Yeah, then he catches a cleaver to the fucking chest. Uh, and then just a little bit later after that, Edna, who's complaining, gets uh, stabbed in the back of the neck with one of her own knitting needles. That's right. Knitter, what? (laughs) Then he steals some new clothes off the line Uh that Harold had just hung up, and he makes his way to the lakefront property called the Higgins Haven, where he would take further bloody revenge on the new group of kids. Okay, um... So, you've heard me say it. I'll say it again. God damn, I love being a turtle. No, I'm going to take the shot real quick. Uh, I'm going to take a little snort of this. Daddy can have some more. It's okay. Did you make me... Is that your second one or your first one? Mm-hmm. Number one? Okay. So, I I like that they keep Jason very much in the background here. Yes. Dude, check this out. Harold? Like, you, don't, you don't get a full frontal Jason until about 40 minutes in. You know what? They never say Jason Voorhees this entire movie. All right. So, check this shit out. Very true. Harold went on... To like fucking, I think he was like Quentin Tarantino's script supervisor. Really? Yeah. Oh shit. Shit you not. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Edna, she went on to be a stupid bitch. <laughs> to death. <laughs> to death. God damn it, Harold! Meanwhile, we are introduced to a fresh new group of teenagers on the way to Higgins Haven, consisting of Chris Higgins, the heroine, uh, with an E. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who uh, we will later find out was attacked by a mysterious deep man in the woods. Hold up, boss. They uh, the the crew in their eighties hippie van go to pick up Vera. I'm getting there. I'm getting oh, there. okay, I'm all right. There. I'm getting there. Uh, so she's returned to Higgins Haven uh, despite these suppressed memories of her attack. She's also got uh, along uh, some other friends, Chris, uh, her pregnant friend Debbie, yeah, uh, her, uh, Andy, Andy. A Shelly Finkelstein and attorney uh, at law fucking Chuck the and Chili fucking hippie stoner. And then, of course, we've got Chili also along the way as they stop in the fucking hippie van. Uh, they go to pick up the blind date for Shelly. Yeah. Uh, who was the spunky and vivacious Vera Sanchez. Oh, nice uh, wordplay there, chief. And the whole pickup scene's fun because like. All right, you start out in a horror movie, and then it just immediately jumps to a comedy. And, like, the best part... Stoner comedy! It's like, fucking, uh, uh, um, fucking what's-his-nuts? It's like, hey, Shelly, are you fucking excited to meet your date? He's like, is Andy. she excited to fucking... Is she excited to see me? Yeah, look like me. Would you be excited? Uh, so, while, yeah, while they're creeping up... <laughs> when, sorry, when she walks out, and she's like, oh, where's my date? <laughs> they're like, it's me. And then, she, quietly, if you're not paying attention, you miss it, Shelly just goes... She looks at him. He just goes, "Sorry." Yep. I mean, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I. Uh, I was no Don Juan in high school. Uh, so here's here, here's how it happened. They, they casted Larry Zerner. He was handing out flyers for another horror movie. Nope. Mad Max. I thought it was a horror movie. Man, whatever. He was handing out flyers for a movie for for a local theater, and uh, the so I don't know the producer or Steve Miner somebody saw him was like casting director. Would you like to be in a, a movie yourself? Uh, we need a fat, <laughs> a, a fat frumpy Jew dude. <laughs> yeah. uh, so as, no disrespect, Larry. You're not a at all. None at all. You 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 play you well. <laughs> it's true. Uh, you so, do you boo. Uh, but, before they before they meet Vera, they're all walking up, and we get introduced to the game. We don't see Shelly right away. Then all of a sudden, the fucking 
fucking creepy music plays and like there's somebody fucking creeping up behind in this fucking Alice Sweet Alice type mask. No doubt, no doubt. With a fucking knife and he fucking goes to stab Andy and it's a rubber knife and it's like, God damn it, Shelly. No, no, you got to do it all with your mouth. God damn it, Shelly. What are you going to be a fucking asshole? I'm not an asshole. I'm an actor. Same thing. (laughs) Uh, So right off the bat, nobody likes Shelly but us. Uh, Vera is obviously clearly unimpressed. It's just straight up Vera when she finds out Shelly's her date. It's like, womp, 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 womp. and then fucking uh, Debbie's like, oh the my fans god, the fire! 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 And we fucking cut to the van. It's fucking smoking pretty hardcore. Oh, uh, and I straight up, I love this because it is fucking not Tommy Chong yes. or Bong Toting Chuck. <laughs> if you want to look him up on social media. And Chili, and they are fucking rocking three foot bongs, giant fucking big glass. And, and if you remember, bongs. if you remember Cabin in the Woods, the stoner guy, it's like he's driving around rocking that fucking bong. It's like a cop will not pull over a man smoking a bong, for they fear him. <laughs> and they got that double barrel in the back of the fucking Scooby van. <laughs> I like so they get in the fucking van and they're like, it's obviously not on fire; it's just full of fucking weed smoke. They're on the way. All of a sudden, the fucking cops show up, and they're fucking running them down. Fucking sirens blazing. They're like, shit, it's the cops. Get rid of it. Fucking eat it. Debbie's like, I can't. I'm fucking pregnant. Uh, and fucking Chris is like, I'm driving. So right? Shelly's like, I'm allergic to weed. <laughs> he goes, I'm not hungry. And he goes, come on, Shelly, you're always hungry. <laughs> also, fun fact, when they're passing the Duber around, uh, Chili passes it to Andy little 3D. Yeah, so she's doing, like, the pinch motion uh, with the, the pointy thingy and the thumb, but when they cut away, it's in betwixt the fingers, the uh, pointy finger and the middle finger. Very true. And drink every time I say something So stupid. Andy, Chuck, Chili, and Vera all fucking eat all the weed. A lot of it. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, as they fucking, as uh, uh, Chris is like, all right, I finally got to fucking pull over. And uh, the cops fucking just blow right past her because they're on the way to the original murder site. That's right. For, for fucking uh, for Harold and uh, Edna. Uh, and if any of our listeners out there can call in and tell us the name of. Uh, 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 then uh, we'll give you um, nothing. <laughs> you get a no prize. You get an, you get the satisfaction of knowing you did something right. You get a classic no prize. All right. So on the way to Higgins Havens. Uh, uh, fucking Chris almost runs over a strange man named Abel who's lying in the middle of the road because we have to have our crazy route. Yeah, you have to have your, uh, what do they call that in Cabin in the Woods? It's the, um, fuck. I don't think they call it that. No, it's, uh, like the Harbinger. The Harbinger, that's what it is. Listen to Orange Joe. You're goddamn right. Uh, so they find Abel who's lying in the middle of the road, uh, and who fucking, they they basically wake him up and he's like, Am I in heaven? Here's some sweet, nice, young people. Nubile, honky flashes. Oh, you're going to go to heaven. And I like it when they lie still like that. No doubt, man. Good teeth. This dude looks like a prospector. <laughs> as prospectors. A pr- take 20. The prospector. <laughs> and we're back. He looks Andy. like a fucking minor 49er for sure. <laughs> I bet you've uh, seen a pickaxe up close. What? So he... He starts to act all fucking weird and religious, and he's like, the good Lord. Yeah, those go hand Bless in hand. me. I, I found a stash of the body parts, and he let me take this this with me. He oh, my God, it's an eyeball. The fucking show is like, oh, God, fuck. So you get the 3D effect of the fucking eyeball, and he holds it out to the fucking so camera. So that is a cow eyeball, and I forgot to bring mine with me because I have 
Yeah, whatever. Anyway, moving on. Appalled, the teenagers pile back in their van, speeding off, leading the man to fucking give us the He looks like gag. my grandpa. Uh, ignoring the man's warnings, they arrive at Higgins Haven and find it as a serene lakefront resident with a sparkling lake, a large... Lake in parentheses. (laughs) Yes, we'll get to that. A large two-story cabin and a barn. Um, Chris obviously goes to unpack um, (laughs) the rest of the group. Let's go skinny skinny dipping! Uh, Chris uh, runs into Rick. Rick, so we do a, a fake out POV because I guess Rick is super into breaking and entering. And, you know, let's let's call Rick what he is a fucking townie. Well, it's the 90s in quote unquote Jersey. In 80s. Sorry, 80s in yeah. quote unquote Jersey. So they leave their doors unlocked. I don't know. Yeah, sure. But Rick's there before them in his fucking VW fucking little beetle. Ooh, you know what? Hitler actually invented the Volkswagen. You know why Beetle? <laughs> Take two. You know why Hitler didn't drink? I don't know. Because it made him mean. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> what it uh <laughs> No, it's why doesn't Hitler drink tequila? Because it makes him mean. <laughs> that's so stupid. I love it. Thanks, Rob. Uh so anyway. Yeah. Wait, what the fuck were we flapping about? Rick, Rick, uh B and E, Chris. Oh yeah. Oh goes into her family's property and Rick's there and R- they're there for all of two minutes and he's like Hey, Chris, when are we going to fuck? Yeah, he's like, let's turn it on. There's only so many cold showers I can take. Things are turning blue. Uh, She's like, let me fucking get used to this place. Let me get used to you. And it's like, you know what? At this point, I got to sock with Chris be like, chill the fuck out, Rick. Very handsome man. Got a little bit of a lisp, but comforting. I don't know. It's something about you I like, though. Oh, uh, dude, 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 dude. He looks like the creeper from Scooby-Doo, but not green. Not creeper. Okay, also, my shit is, hey. I'm I'm no Don Juan, like I said, but I figured it out. That's because the ladies Don Juan anything to do with you. <laughs> That's conflicting. <laughs> hey, you know what? If you want to have sex with a lady, probably don't talk about wanting to fuck her every five minutes. Oh, it gets even better as he fucking busts out the classic line as she's heading back outside. He picks her up for like a little piggyback ride. He goes. Oh, you're heavier than the last time I saw you. He says, damn, bitch, you thicker than a snicker. <laughs> damn, Rick. And then Dr. Benny Graves. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. I was just talking. He's just, he's just, he's, uh, so the more you watch it, Rick's just got like farm boy fuck boy-itis. Yes. Because he says all kinds of shit. So anyway, uh, fucking Chris is like, well, you know what? Whatever, Rick, we're, we'll get to it later. Like, let me just fucking go out and unpack the van. Rick That's- isn't totally terrible the entire movie. No, he's but a pretty a good guy, but he's not. Nice guy. Finished last. So they go. Back, Chris goes back to the van. That's where we see Shelly again, and she's like, "Why don't you swim with the rest of the people?" And Shelly goes, "They well, said I was. They were going to go skinny dipping." And guess I'm not skinny I'm enough. Not skinny enough. <laughs> Zern dog, we love you, buddy. <laughs> That's so good. That's the kind of shit I would say. I fucking love it, man. Mm. All right. So, Lord loves a deprecating humor. What the fuck? Is Lord love a lefty. Ew, that's a big bloody boogie. So, uh, at this point, all the teenagers are oblivious that Jason, who's hiding out in the barn and watching them. Uh, later, meanwhile, uh, Rick and Chris are putting away uh, hay bales. Bales of hay. Yes, hay bales. What are you, a gay horse? Hey, bale. Just they're called hay bales. Bales of hay is is, is, is correct as well, but usually they're called hay bales. I used Would to do you it. like to torch this duba? 
I used to do this for uh, you know, summers uh, on the farm when I was a, when I was a younger kid. Is fucking hard work for sure. Anyway, the best like fucking Rick's doing it. Sans shirt. Yeah, he's a hunky boy, right? And he's like giving fucking Chris shit. He's like, you know, I could have fucking uh, spent the weekend with Mary Jo Conrad. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. The, the Mary Jo Mary Conrad. Conrad. <laughs> the one with the the peg leg. So like this, you get more fuck boy from Rick. It's like. Oh, earlier you're 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 fatter than I remember. Now also I could have hung out with some slut, but I'm hanging out with you instead. Just like casual, just fucking kind of putting women down, you know, in like a weird way, sort of thing, like making them uncomfortable, like second guessing their self esteem, sort of shit, to get them to fucking bed with you. Whatever. Anyway, uh, what do they call that? A narcissist? Yeah, Rick. Rick's handsome, and he's doing this. In the meantime, we hear a scream from inside the fucking cabin. And this is a good yodeler. I love a good scream. Uh, where they run in and they're like trying to figure it out. It's coming from uh, Debbie's room. Uh, and they, uh, uh, Chris checks the fucking um, shiffer robe. The what is the difference between a shiffer a shiffer robe and a wardrobe? Nothing. Just I don't know. I don't come it. in a shiffer robe. What? <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh. It only makes. Wah! Drobe! <laughs> what is it good for? Hanging it's all my up fucking your clothes and shit. <laughs> it holds all my dresses. <laughs> we'll workshop that. Uh, this is a stupid thing. Um, so uh, uh, Chris checks the. You see Jelly Belly Shelly. Yeah, the Schiffer robe and little... fucking Shelly falls out. Fucking hatchet in his fucking forehead. I know he's a little beat, but I wouldn't say he has a hatchet And face. fucking Rick comes in. He's like, don't touch it. Don't fucking freaking out. And everybody fucking comes in. And Shelly just starts laughing. He's like, ah. No, no. Andy's like, this is my douchebag roommate. I got this. Pulls the fucking he prank He tickles him. Because <laughs> Shelly tickles. read the fucking room. Also, Andy, Debbie, did you not let Shelly know about Chris's fucking trauma? Hey, by the way, buddy, uh, may or may not have been rapified by Jason in the woods. I don't know. That's why in Friday the 13th, part three, the game, I always call part three, Jason Rapeson. Rapeson. Just saying. So everybody gets mad at Shelly and Vera's like, hey, get the fuck out of here. Asshole. I'm going to the store. Rick's like, here, uh, you take my Is car. Is she a sailor? Is she like uh, a spit? I don't know. Yeah, she talks like this. Give me your keys, pussy. I'm going to go to the fuck mark. A maid's daughter? I don't know. Moving on. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Vera fucking uh, leaves, and then, like, Shelly fucking blocks her. Hey, 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 hey. I'm going to go, too. Please. Even though I'm the source of the trouble this here. This is fucking my problem. Vera's, like, reluctantly agrees, so they fucking head to the local fucking convenience store, gas station. Uh, where uh, Vera and Shelly run into some trouble. It's the local biker gang consisting uh, oh. of Allie and Loco and Fox. Who's that lady? Start a kerfuffle, if you will. Uh, they're trying to pay for just general food, not just oh, some beer and things like that. We need to talk about this casual racism. So we got uh, Jersey truck stop Tina behind the counter. Straight up racial profiling. Vera. We ain't got no, we don't take no fucking food stamps. But then is it really profiling? Because at the same point, she's like, Shelly, can I borrow some money? Uh, it's like, is she trying to pay with food stamps? 
I mean, dude, if you got a link card, fucking drop, drop so that So, Shelly tosses the wallet at Vera. She drops it. Fox comes out of nowhere and picks it up. And her sexy little heels. And then Loco and Allie fucking basically... Hoist them. This like, is hilarious. Wishbone fucking Shelly, like one on each side. Could pull them apart if they wanted to kind of thing. Hey, remember Wishbone, the dog? Yeah, remember, remember when he read Mein Kampf? That was weird. No? Uh... Yeah, and then so Fox is like digging, rifling through the wallet, and she whips out a provolactin and goes, "Is this your rubber?" Do you know? Do you know what Mein Kampf is in German? Uh, it's, it's my it's my struggle. Can you imagine a dude who's fucking had uh, the least amount of turmoil? Hitler has suffered. <laughs> I know. Moving on. And here's the thing: you fuck up one time, that's all anybody ever remembers you about. Adolf Hitler. Nobody ever talks about his paintings. He's a snazzy dresser, though. So, all right. So. And he won third place in the Charlie Chaplin uh, costume contest. No, Charlie Chaplin won third place in the Charlie Well, you know Chaplin. who won first place? Hitler. I think. <laughs> hey, any history majors out there, why don't you call the go fuck yourself number? <laughs> all right. Back to the movie. Uh, Fox is uh, giving him a hard time while Shelly's being indisposed. I like these comic books that are on the background too. Yeah, boy. Now we we had some fun. I uh, got them tracking these down. So we got the we uh, we got the DC Ghosts, which oh, I think it's we like snagged. Fear of Ghost or something. Yeah, Fear like of that. Ghost. Uh, it's got a skull on it with the word Joey written in blood. We I think we picked that up in Jersey. Yes, we did. We and went the Shang Chi or Shang Chun, the fists of Shang Chi. Wang Chun, everybody kung fu uh, tonight. Then there, there was there was two Shang Shang Chi. I have them both. Yes. Um. There's a there's a fourth one kind of off camera that we can't really see. I think it's I think it's like Warlock or something. I like identified that. it. I just uh I don't remember so good. No it's more. another DC one since the accident. But uh, yeah, yeah, we we tracked these down just so Nachos could have these three comics that are prominently featured in this scene, and they look really cool on my wall. Oh, wait a minute, I'm Bohemian. <laughs> oh, I'm fucking homeless. All right, hey, but not Carlos. No. <laughs> Jeff, they're towing your house. <laughs> I love the community. <laughs> Uh, so uh, Fox is just giving him shit, and this is like, "Hey, is this your rubber?" Shelly's like, "We put it back." Next to the picture of his mom, Vera, don't start any trouble. So there's hey, a whole, Vera, don't be starting something. There's a whole, <laughs> gotta be starting something. You're a vegetable. <laughs> he does, let's don't. Let's he does. You're a vegetable. I mean. A much more successful podcast that Dr. Benny Graves is on tackled that, but <laughs> still, though, what the fuck? Those lyrics are absurd. Dude, it is. It's a nutty song. Gonna man. be starting something. You're a fucking dog. That's You're weird. a vegetable. All right. <laughs> anyway, just fast forward. Vera and 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 Shelly get away from the biker gang without much trouble. Yeah, how to. On the way out, uh, Vera's like, I'm so fucking pissed off. Shelly, you drive. He's like, cool, got it. Uh, She's got that spicy Latino fiori. But uh, in uh, uh, synagogue school, they didn't uh, teach what DNR meant uh, when they're driving. So that, he that fucking pops into reverse, <clears throat> fucking backs over the bikes as Ali stares him down. Luke Cage is like, out here. He's like, did you just pull a Pee-wee's Big Adventure on me? Fucker. He fucking pulls a chain out of nowhere, wraps it around his hand, and fucking stops the car. <laughs> Shelly's like, oh, okay. Oh, Smiles and, at him. Yeah, like, oh my god, ear to ear grin. It's like, this is cool. And but then fucking he Ali's goes, like, sweet Christmas! And starts bashing out those not fucking cool. windows. Starts busting up fucking Rick's ride. Nah, motherfucker. It's fucking far from okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty fucking far from okay. 
about to call some hard pipe hitting niggas. Pipe hitting motherfuckers. To go to work in my homes here. I said it with an A. I oh, said it with an A. Yeah, you're right. I'm quoting the movie. Yes. I'm quoting the movie. Oh, yeah, you're not Quentin Tarantino, which, by the man, that's one of my favorite jokes. It's, it's, uh, fuck it. Cause he, there was talk like he's going to do a new Star Trek movie. He's like, uh, I'm like Q or whatever, but my racist, it doesn't matter what it says. I can drop the in bomb whenever I want. <laughs> oh, Quinn. like Chevy Chase. Richard Pryor said it was okay. No, that's, that's totally different. That, that bit is iconic. Uh, anyway. so <clears throat> anyway. What beer is he drinking? Is what beer is fucking Ali drinking? Ah, uh, drinking a big tall boy. It is a tall boy, but tall boy is not a brand of beer. Uh, is it a Colt 45? It is not. An Olympia. Oh, oh, you know, because the Olympia truck is actually in yes, the scene, sir. too. You're right. You're Can right. we get some product placement? Uh, so I don't even need to do the notes. It bust up fucking Rick's ride. Uh, so they, they take off, and then, like, Shelly fucking bust a UE. He's like, went too far this time. Tries to run him down. Instead, Ali jumps out of the way, runs over his bikes. Yeah, and then bad fucking... form. I know he's black, but you still can't run over him. It's that's <laughs> well, Jersey in the eighties. They might have got away with Yikers. it. Uh, so they fucking keep on driving now, uh, and fucking Vera's like, "You got him," and Shelly's like, "Yeah, I did good." This is gonna be fun to explain to Rick later. Uh, <laughs> Which they do not. They get the worst fight. So they get back. Well, hold up. Let me jump in real quick. All right. So there's a whole deleted scene, or not deleted scene. They were gonna film it where there's like a fucking elaborate chase or something. There and are like, a ton of these in this movie that never got filmed. It sucks. Go on. It I'm hurts sorry. my heart. Uh. But anyway, like they were supposed to. The biker gang was gonna come after them or whatever. And then uh, Shelly, like, threw a bunch of banana peels on the ground Shut and hit him with a red shell. No, he was supposed to pop him in the face with a champagne cork or something. Which I like mine This better. is true. Yeah, that we're supposed to be a big chase scene. You're correct. You're correct. There's a, ton, there's a ton of stuff that they wanted to film and then never got to, which is a bummer because in many of the other ones, they filmed shit like this and then cut it out. Right. Which we could have then later seen. There you are know what? I, I could probably do without a fucking champagne cork chase. The, that sounds like a fucking oasis. This song. one is much more. It's not goofy, but like it's much more funny, like intentionally than the other two were. And then Dudley Moore's on the side of the road and starts crying. Yes, baby, like you get the baby. whole fucking the fake stabbing joke, the fucking vans on fire joke. Like there's there's a lot of jokes up to this point. And again, you haven't still you haven't seen Jason fully yet. Right. I mean, Shelley's ABJ always be joking. So uh, the duo arrive back at the the cabin at Higgins Haven, and Rick's like, "My poor car! What did you do?" He's like, "Well, a couple tune-ups, and it'll be just as good, my good man." (laughs) And we ran into some trouble. Uh, Shelly, he'll tell you all. Oh, Shelly showed the bikers the air of their way, and then I'm sorry, like you saw Rick. He's a big ass corn-fed motherfucker, dude. He ain't no pussois. He's some dumb country boy. I want to see him fucking pick. Shelly up by his fucking just neck. Palm his face. Just like a basketball. Just fucking just like scrunch him down on the ground and go, give me your fucking wallet, nerd. What's a 20? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fucking. I mean, they just fucking play it up. Rick's like, I'm fucking out of here. Yo, that, yeah, for real. He's like, fuck this. And then Chris is like, no, but stay playing mind games. <laughs> Let's go for a drive to cool down. Well, you know what? We can easily cool down in my ride because it's missing a bunch of fucking windows. Uh, Rick ain't cooling down shit because he's wearing fucking Pamela Voorhees sweater. <laughs> so, meanwhile. Dead serious, homie. It is. It is. On top of his flannel. I mean. Uh, so, meanwhile, the biker gang uh, arrives uh, at Higgins Haven, plotting to siphon some gas from the van. And 
burn the fucking barn down. Yes, yeah. Fox, is like, I never knew that. Fox is like, uh, what are we? Uh, what are we fucking? Uh, we're just gonna scare him, right? And fucking all, he's like, yeah, baby, it's no big deal. But Loco fucking walks to the barn with the fucking gas can. It's like, I got this. Arson's really scary. Unbeknownst <laughs> to them, Jason has other plans in his mind, and uh, this is when we see Jason finally, like, fully for the first time, but not quite. But not quite. You see him like in shadows and he's obstructed by things. No, no, no. He's looking out the barn door. Yeah, but you don't see him. You're like you're like Gears of War third person over his shoulder kind of shit. Are you sure this isn't the full fucking frontal where he's hanging at the door? Gentleman's wager? No, I believe you. Okay. Uh, so, um, <clears throat> listen to him decline. <laughs> I believe you. I, you've seen it more than I have. I love this movie. <clears throat> So much I took notes. And the, the, he's seen it so much that even though I've recently watched it today, I'm second-guessing myself. <clears throat> I'm in your head, baby. So inside the barn, all right, we've got uh, um, fucking um, uh, Fox. Loco and Fox, uh, who are just loco. Fox is fucking around. Fox Loco's- goes in first. Uh, yeah, and she's dicking around, beating on pots and pans, and then she eats shit and almost falls face first into a pitchfork. Yikers. So that's fine. And then she goes up in the hayloft and then we cut to fucking Loco carrying the cans of gas. Oh, hold up. While this whole siphoning scene's going on, Loco is perpetually smoking cigarettes. Fucking Ali grabs the cigarette. He's like, fucking how about don't, bitch? He's like, all right, because I look like Squizzy Squiz Skingar from fucking Laverne and Shirley or whatever. <laughs> so then, yeah, Ali, or I know, uh, 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 Chevis. Uh, Loco. Thank you. Loco. What do you got? Four of them? Loco. Uh, he walks into the barn. Uh, he's walking to the barn and he sees Fox dicking around on the fucking hay- hayloft, hayloft pole. Uh, the pulley. Yeah. Like, oh, fucking uh, alleys and she's like, like that. She's like, ooh, this feels good. Shut up, bitch. We're on a fucking recon mission here. We gotta be right, silent. Right, right, right. And then he looks up and she's gone. Uh, so go ahead, sir. <laughs> Sorry, Jason, who is inside the barn now. Dis- Jesus Christ, Jason Bourne dispatches Fox Spatchcock uh, with a sharp pitchfork driven through her heart. Loco is then immediately next. Mm, she gets a pitchfork to the neck. Is it the neck? Yeah, it's the neck. Fox gets the neck. Uh, Ali gets it through the lower, uh, uh, the uh, abdomen, the thorax. I, did, I said heart. I'm sorry. The human. Uh, I'm thorax. reading. I'm reading the notes here. The notes are wrong. I'm living them. Uh, so Do you want a shot? <laughs> Man, they both got it. Uh, so we get a, a pitchfork the same way that uh, Fox did. Uh, so out goes false loco. Doesn't get it. He gets a pitchfork, right? He gets in the torso. And she gets in the not neck. yeah. Sorry, not the same yeah body part. I'm, I'm guys death by pitchfork. Kind sir, I'm being a jack off. Uh, Ali goes to the barn after his gang discover their corpses, and Jason appears. Ali attempts to fight him, but is easily overtaken and presumably killed. With he gets uh, knocked the fuck out with a monkey wrench, big ass fucking like plane wrench, Oonga like a fucking bongo. Looney Tunes one man. And uh, so it's it's. After you masturbate over this movie for decades, you know, you notice the fine details. You just see this motherfucker getting smoked by a uh-uh. And this is the wrench for the mother-in-law. Fucking Tex Avery. What did your mother-in-law do to you? It's like, her name's Shirley. She's actually really nice, but, you know, you got to write for the fans. I'll take one of these. Yeah. Uh, so, night falls and the danger Wait, begins. Since Cincinnati, Jeff, are you saying you want to you wanna snort two the, snorts of, the of, devil's cunt. of spatchcock? Where'd your shot glass go? I just handed it to you. 
Where'd your shot glass go, dummy? Up your butt. <clears throat> Lamont, you dummy! I like to call nachos Lamont. It's not the word for dummy. If yes. you watch fucking... Sometimes he, liked to, he likes to Lamont about the early days. Fucking Sanford and Son. That was a clever wordplay for our listeners. Oops, I Elizabeth, forgot. I'm coming! I forgot who our listeners were. Uh, somebody who called us in 17 times to talk about a shit-flavored candy cane. Yeah, let it go. Nightfall. Nightfall. <laughs> Jason springs into action. Did you just did you just nightman me? I did. Nightfall. And the danger begins. <clears throat> Jason. Oh, now we get the full-on Jason. Camp Lake. Oh. Uh, we've got Shelly who desperately wants Vera to like him. Uh, no, he desperately wants to make love to a schoolboy. <laughs> <clears throat> so we, we've got this <laughs> j- fun juggling scene with Andy and uh, Shelly having like a co-juggling contest. And then Debbie's like, I can stop this. Hey, Andy, I know something you can do better with them hands. Touch them boobies. And he's like, bop, 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 going upstairs. Actually, do you know what they're doing? They're being juggalos. <laughs> yeah. They're in Shelly's, Jersey. I'm just saying. Shelly's like, hey, Vera, guess it's just you and me. She's like, guess so. And he's like. And she just pulls a razor out ever, and starts slitting her wrist. Do you ever think that like a girl like you, she just shuts <laughs> it down. She's like, no, not at all. I'm Hispanic. You're Jewish. It wouldn't work. She pulls out like a fucking bottle of ether and just snorts. She goes, I try not to think with you around. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, so fucking Shelly resorts to being Shelly. Uh, he's like, oh, she goes, you know what? I'm going to go for a walk. I'll come back and then we can talk about it. He's like, okay, that sounds cool. Bitch. <laughs> he does call her a bitch. It's, it's like that scene from Kay and Peel. He like looks to the left, looks to the right. Oh, would you call her? You would you what? call her? Would you say? You would you say? What? You know what I told her? Would you, you call her? Would you, you know say? What? Would you, what? Did you know what I call her? Would you call her? I called her. Bitch. What? No. Yeah. No. No. To, no. to no. her face. No. You said. Bitch. Dude. Dude, dude. <laughs> he does it. So Vera goes outside to the fucking docks. Also, she still has Shelly's wallet for some reason. I mean, if Pierce were here, and then she, what would he assume? Kindly drops it in the lake. Kindly, kindly. <laughs> would you kindly? No, UK Kindly. Where Shelly the thirteenth? It's an accident. By the way, if you don't want that shirt, I'll totally fit in. Uh, no, this is. I'm gonna lose enough weight to fucking wear it, dude. Yeah, are you gonna get cancer? Holly Quinn, you just gave me cancer. I'm going to go home and spend time with my kids. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> so, donning a wetsuit and a hockey mask and a spear gun, Shelly the 13th springs out of the fucking water. <laughs> scares the shit out of Vera, who it was ours. It wasn't fucking her pussy. If it wasn't dry, it's fucking sandpaper now. Yeah. Oh, uh. Shelly Ben Shapiro's are so fucking hard. <laughs> and he's like, this is what I do. Oh, I'm just fucking fun. Blah, 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 blah. And then Shelly screams, let's go, Brandon. <clears throat> okay, I'll stop. I'll Vera stop. tells Shelly off. <clears throat> a hurt Shelly then walks away. Shelly, why do you act like this? You act like an asshole. I'd rather be an asshole than a nobody. Now, does he go to the barn? Uh, Yeah, yeah, he does. <clears throat> okay. He's like, hey, Chuck, Shelly, <clears throat> you doing something there I shouldn't see? So... <clears throat> We we this is where we get the scene where fucking Vera's like going through the wallet. Yeah. And uh she drops it, enters the lake to retrieve it, and then suddenly This is so good. Now we have motherfucking full on MVP. So we have seen him once before half through the fucking barn. Uh, so I remember I remember it sunlight. Distorted. 
No, I guarantee I will. This I will show you. Okay. <clears throat> Guaranteed. There is a and Jason, half his body, mm-hmm. head and all, pokes out of the fucking barn door during the daylight before he gets the mask. You're sadly mistaken, sir. All right, gentlemen's wager. Yep. Usual bet. All right. A shot. A dick in the mouth. <laughs> a a shot of, of my dick. chunky cowboy chatter. <clears throat> yeah. of, of Scandinavian yeah. swimmers. Hi, Sarah. Yeah, this I can this I can guarantee you. This Because I, I saw this earlier and I was like, oh, that's right. We do get this. All and right. We see him before the mask. All right. Explain the scene. I redacted my handshake. Explain the scene first. So this, which scene? The scene that's just coming up or the scene that I'm talking about? The scene you're flapping about. All right. So it's it's daylight. Um, I don't remember who he's peeping on, but it's obviously somebody. But he's in the barn. Mm-hmm. Uh, he like the barn door is cracked open, and he just pops out his head, his body, one leg, <clears throat> and he's just looking at the barn door, holding it. And then he comes back in. All right, you know, sans what, mask. You know what that shot is? It is a POV from this this angle. No, this okay, face. all right, face. I will take a picture for Instagram. We will, we will, we will. Oh, I'm doing it. Oh, uh, right. look who's right. No, we gotta wait till we. I mean, you can do that now, I guess. But yeah, we're gonna see the movie. <clears throat> so anyway, Jason finally shows up. The Jason, the titular, that's right, mask wearing but... fucking Jason, <clears throat> who uh, points the uh, fucking that's not funny. spear gun at at Vera. She's like, ah, Shelly, stop it. So obviously, this is not fucking Shelly. I don't mean to say that this wetsuit's doing him any favors but clearly I lo- this fucking mountain of a man is I not Shelly. Love the swagger on fucking Richard Brooker. We've we've stood next to Shelly. This 5 foot 9 fully grown man a- versus the 6 6 Richard Brooker. This behemoth. He's almost a foot taller than Shelly. Clearly not Shelly Finkelstein. Uh, <clears throat> right dude and so this is the best and then he's like walking down the dock, and he he uh, he f- lines up adjacent with the fucking. Did you say adjacent? He, 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 he like <laughs> he rests it like a sniper on the fucking lamppost. Yes, yes, and he <clears throat> lines up the fucking harpoon gun. Shelly, knock it off! Now that's not funny. Oh shit, you're not Shelly. Somebody's gonna lose an eye. <laughs> you quit playing with those fucking. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> well, guess what? Jason fires the spear gun. Killing fucking Vera. Boom! Headshot! Right, right through the fucking eye. And it's dope. <clears throat> and then I love this big dick energy. He just looks at the looks at the fucking spear gun, just casually flops it on the fucking ground like, yeah, whatever. Done with this one and done. Oh, this is a death for you? This is a Friday for me. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> and then I just, just fucking Richard Brooker's body. I'm milking mine. Okay. It's just, he's just like, boop, 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 boop. And then here's like the people fucking inside the house or the whatever the fuck. And he's like, all right. He like stops and hears Debbie and Andy and he like kind of hustles it. This He's like, God damn it. Ted White is my favorite. He's mean. Jason actor. It's, it's weird to say like this is my favorite, but this is what I prefer kind of thing. He's my favorite. Like I like the way that he makes Jason move. I like the way that he runs with Jason. Yeah, I know that everyone's a Kane Hodder fan, and I and I can understand why. But Kane Hodder's the best Jason in the worst movies. I love I love the way Ted White moves in four. However, I like the way Jagger moves. <laughs> Richard Brooker 
looks the it's best. It's swagger, in the and he's got that humpback. I don't know, man. Just that big ass fucking bull. Even the even the Nekatoy. We got we got it here in the fucking studio. Like even the Nekatoy, dude. Like it's got Yo. the fucking hump Yo. in it. Like he's just mine's in the car. <laughs> mine's in the car. I knew you'd bring it. Like he Hell just yeah. he looks so good. He's just such a big hulking fucking man. He's like spinal bifida and all boiled up and i don't know man it's cool as fuck though whatever they did to that costume which you never see i know it's a lot of styrofoam underneath do you want to hear something bonkers so uh originally uh, you know you probably have this in the trivia all right go ahead go ahead ahead. all right so they brought stan winston in no this i don't have oh yeah okay so like they brought stan winston stan motherfucking winston like yeah i got the steve dash stuff i don't have this though okay so yeah, they brought Stan Winston in to do designs for Jason, but I think like uh who the fuck? The producer dude. I can't think of his fucking name. Whatever, anyway. He's like, oh no, it looks weird. It's like, hey, Stan Winston, the guy that made the Terminator, the guy that made the fucking Predator. I do have the guy that fucking jacked off on Jurassic Park. Your shit's weak, homie. And you know, to be fair, it is kind of fucking lame because the the dude that came in to do it afterwise. Hey, and if any of our listeners know and want to school us. Get a fucking girlfriend, okay? <laughs> Do something better. Because uh, I don't know if I have it in here or not. We'll, we'll figure out when to get there. But I think Stan Winston was responsible for the mask, right? No. So, man. We'll get to the trivia then. Okay. We'll the trivia. All right. I thought it was just... No, Stan does the constant. He doesn't do the special effects. No, it was makeup effects for Jason and shit. Okay. Well, anyway. anyway. I think. I don't fucking know. Uh, upstairs now, Debbie and Andy uh, are about to have fucking, fucking in a hammock. We pregnant this. sex because uh, they got. You a, mean a threesome? They're fucking. They, they have a hammock in their room. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. If that baby touches your dick, that makes you a pedophile, and that's incest. So uh, we've got uh, uh, Jason lurking around now, using, of course, uh, Shelly's hockey mask to cover his hideously deformed no, face. No, now it's Jason's mask. <laughs> You're right. You're right. No honor among thieves. Uh, so Debbie and Andy figure out how to finally have sex. Wait, what would their ce- what would their celebrity 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 duo name be? Dandy, Ebby, Ebby, Ambi, Ambi, Ebby, Ambi, Ebby, Ambian, Dandy. <laughs> He's a dandy in space. Andy, space dandy. dandy. Hey man. We were talking about this. Yeah, hey, I'm pulling classic nachos here. Uh, oh my gosh. Shut your ass. Hey man, you know what I'm saying? Uh no. Like two more I, pages to go. I like that Golden Boy, one of our favorite animes from the fucking 90s, is finally getting recognition. It is good. Oh my god. It's six episode, it's crazy perverted. I mean, but it's fun. It's it is feel good. You put it on, and you think your buddy tricked you into watching fucking hentai porn, right. and then you're like, wait a minute, there's no actual sex or anything Study, 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 And it's, study, like, study. it's like a feel-good mood, like, like show you're like, I'm feeling feelings for this pervert. Well, he's also, looking at toilet seats and looking at boobies, but also he's solving problems, and I I just really like him. <clears throat> you know what? He's getting shit done. He's a he, uh, hero. UA. That's right. I must succeed. Oh, my God. Dude. I must I, succeed. Actually, that's Hero Boy. That's a riff on uh, Astro Boy on an episode study, of... Study, 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 He's so good. Anyway, uh, all right. Back crazy to- underrated. And we're back. Yes. All right. So uh, there's some sex. We're an hour and two minutes in. Finally, as Debbie's taking a shower, we have... Oh, yeah. Shake it, madam. 
Capital knockers. <laughs> briefly, briefly. Well, also, throughout, throughout the entire shower scene, occasionally she stands up enough that you see them. You know what, man? I'll say it. I think she has ghost nipples. It's all side boobs. Hey, take any boob you can get. Boobs are boobs, pregnant or not. Oh, I mean, I, oh, great. Now we're pedophiles because, the, anyway, uh, no, uh, Wait, hold up. No, uh, she she has... Oh, you know what? She's straight up wearing panties in the shower. Is she really? Dead serious, homie. Either, so like she just wouldn't go bottomless for the for the. Either for that or this this gal has severe tan lines. But I'm pretty sure she's wearing her panties. Huh. Well, I'll be damned. Well, I'll be damned. Oh, look at that. Oh, wow. Uh, so, um... Fart- she Fartilicus. Andy is like, hey, let me go get your pregnant ass a beer. All right. He's like, I'm going to get a beer. You want one? She's like, sure. I would love one. Because so I want my kid to end up like nachos. He fucking, he handstand walks down the hallway where Jason's not having any of this fucking circusry. He's like, oh, cool trick, bro. Let me show you mine. And fucking Og cuts a motherfucker down. So this always fucked me up. This is a good, this is a I love the camera angle on this. Oh too. my god! So the shot is it's JV rearing all the way the fuck up, and I've heard people say it's an axe. I'm pretty sure you can't. It's a machete. It's a it's fucking a machete. machete, without a doubt in my mind. It is a motherfucking machete. All right. So also, it is. If somebody's doing a handstand and you fucking crank your axe in between their legs down into their unit, you're gonna like bisect them. Well, I won't talk about what's coming up. So, the camera angle is from underneath Andy. Like they they shot it through like a glass floor sort of thing, right? He's he's hand walking, he's handstand walking. Stop the patriarchy! Off the Wait, <laughs> across what? the fucking wooden floor. Well, they for the shot, obviously they replace it with some glass so they can shoot under up from underneath. And Jason comes down and he in between the legs and he fucking. I mean, he doesn't cut him in half, but like but the he way he flops and is he great. folds this man. <laughs> And it's like a fucking, fucking it's a great card table. Except it's, if you're Andy. <laughs> even then, it's hard to like stop and pause to see where Andy starts and then like the dummy. Like Andy stops and the dummy starts kind of thing. Like, you mean the Lamont? <laughs> ah! Lamont it's a really, really good effect. I oh, love it yeah, every dude. time. He crumbles so well. Crumple foreskin. <laughs> Uh, so then, uh, Debbie's like, uh, fucking waiting for Andy. She's like, you know what? Actually, I don't want to have this beer because I don't want my kid to end up like nachos. So I'm going to fucking go to the hammock and fucking read a Fangoria where she turns. It's Godzilla, by the way. Oh, no. Uh, fucking on the cover. And she's reading a Tom Savini article in Fangoria. So here's what fucks me up. So it's like the first issue of Fangora, but that article. Not the first issue. Taking a break? What's happening? I heard a clickety. I'll look it up. It's not the first issue. Okay. Uh, what's your? I know the fucking Wi-Fi. Whoa, my phone is stuck on la- or my fucking laptop stuck on last year. Oh no! It says nineteen ninety nine. This is not good. Issue thirteen. All right, but that article is from. Like, well, the article is from number one. Don't step. Sorry, don't step, from an issue number one, but the cover the cover is from thirteen. The article's number one. Yeah, told you. Don't step. Don't step. Don't step to me. Well, it sounds like we're both right. Fuck face. Anyway, 
Half uh, wrong ain't right, fuck boy. Uh, we got some blood that drips down to the magazine. Uh, as she looks up, she discovers Andy's mutilated fucking folded corpse. Holy fuck. From the rafters. Uh, before she can even scream, Jason drives a kitchen knife. Or the machete. I don't know which, which it is at this point. A knife. Uh, from underneath her chest, uh, uh, circumventing his newest hobby as an obstetrician. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say double. Is she pregnant? Double tap. That's and also, how Republican are we going to get about this? Killing Debbie. Like, what trimester is she in? Because I didn't see no baby bump. She might be ninja pregnant, too, though. The the important thing to note is it doesn't matter where you stand on the line here. This is the, from what I understand, the first and only pregnant uh, I thought you victim. said we weren't standing. Don't step, don't step, don't step to me. I like sugar in my coffee. Don't step to me. Okay, real talk. I believe that uh, she is the only pregnant victim that we know of. I mean, dude, there's some sleuths in these movies. I'm sure somebody's getting fucking railed out and might have some bajumpkins going on in their fucking vagaminal. Well, meanwhile, unaware of the carnage, Chris and Rick stop Oh, not car. so fast, Chief. I think what made have made this kill even better, Jason jams the machete through the stomach, and there's a little baby head on like, Oh, no! Jesus Christ, I'm not in the sister. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, I said something offensive. Boo! Listen to Orange Joe. Say something terrible. Listen to Orange Joe. Something terrible. Listen to Orange Joe. Yo, Scare Package 2 is out? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, I'm looking at hey, it. We're, we're, we've got a movie Sorry, that Megan movie looks so like So, Unaware the Carnage, Chris and Rick stop the car to get out and they talk, where Chris finally tells Rick about her incident for two years prior, where she had a very bad argument with her parents and, and ran Jason. away from home in order to teach them a lesson. Then a strange, hideously deformed man stalked her and attacked her in the woods with a knife, and she somehow managed to escape alive. Uh, yo, I'm sorry. There's no way around this pie without getting rape on your knife. Rick. Whoa! There's a t-shirt. Rick tries to start the car again, but the engine fails. Uh, They're forced to walk back to Higgins Haven. Back at the cabin, Chuck and Chili are having a romance, uh, complete with some fucking little little fucking uh, ganja. Uh, No, Chuck and Chili? Ganja? Fuck Suddenly the lights go out. Chuck is uh, making popcorn while Chili's like... Pop, pop, popcorn. Like, why don't you look for a fuse box? Wait, what's, what's they hear? That? They hear Debbie screaming hey, in the background. Hey, do you want some popcorn, girl? Fuck you! And bomb? he's like, hey, why don't you fucking scream like that? She's like, give me a reason to scream, and I will. Then she starts doing it, and he's like, what's wrong? She's like, nothing, just practicing. That's I, they're not the power couple, solid, line. but they are in this movie. I root for them. Uh, so Chuck uh, heads to the base and look at the fuse box, uh, but instead, what he finds is uh, old JV. Jason pushes uh, Chuck into the fuse box, killing him by electrocution, but also somehow restores the power. Da-da-da-da. Hold up. We need to talk about a scene prior to. Chuck brings his funky disco butt cheeks out to the outhouse, and he's crapping and flapping, and fucking, he's making some heinous booty hole snakes. Somebody comes up and starts shaking. Damn enchiladas. No, it's all that popcorn, dude. Uh, so, and then he doesn't even, he's burning a duper on the shitter. Heavy shit, man. He oh, gets bitch, up, now you're going to get it. And he gets up. He doesn't even wipe his fucking asshole. Nobody's wiping their again. ass. Was that a thing in the 80s? Can any of our ancient fossil listeners, you, nobody's wiping their ass in the 80s. I guess. Everybody's just got fucking red ass. Or nobody's wiping your ass when you're 80. <laughs> 
That's not true. You're not wiping your own ass, but No, he's not David Carradine. Dr. Loomis doesn't hang himself. David Carradine didn't hang himself either. The prostitute did. She just didn't know when to let Sex go. worker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're playing with our toys. Chuck's dead. The electricity's back on. Chili then finds Shelly agonizingly fucking making his way back uh, to the cabin. Nope. You throat. mean Jonah Hill from fucking Super Bad when the old lady slits his throat? That's one of my favorite pins. I have that one too. Badly I know. Where'd you get it? <laughs> from a guy I know who's pissing me off. Some red haired, freckled piece of shit. Orange. Yeah, Irish fucking potato. Orange. Listen to Orange Joe. That's right. Uh, she's like, Chili's like, Shelly, knock it the fuck off. Your fucking pranks don't work on us anymore. Blah, 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 blah. But he dead. This one's super effective. <laughs> she realizes he's very dead. She flees in horror, only to encounter Jason, who kills her by impaling her in the stomach with a fucking fire poker that he fucking warms up. Uh, not so fast. See, Shelly was really banking on trying to have some makeup sex, but he was really dead. Uh, and then, I mean, Chili, she's cool. So now, but could you even read her poker face? Ah, <laughs> Eldritch Pixie, I will happily take that. Now, uh, with most of their friends uh, dead and buried, Chris and Rick arrive back at the cabin finally, go inside, find it quiet and quaint, a little empty. Uh, food burning on the stove. Papa Cone. Which is odd for a house that's populated by happy, festive teenagers. Puzzled, Rick looks around outside while Chris goes upstairs, finds a bathtub filled with blood and Chili's blood-stained clothing. The really? terror still... Whoa, let's think about that for a second. So there's a dead-ass naked Chili somewhere. <sighs> naked Chili. Man, she better put some clothes on because she's probably, say it with me, cold. Frigid. <laughs> Pause this episode. I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. Uh, uh, the terror still hasn't hit Chris yet as she runs downstairs to look for Rick, unaware that Jason is killing him. Oh, my God, he's killing me. This is the best. Like Rick's outside. He gets grabbed by Jason. He puts his fucking hand over his Oh, I can actually can't do scream. the audio because I'm right here. Uh, and she's like, Rick, Rick. Rick! Like, the best part is like off screen, but like you can kind of see like he's trying to kick at the fucking the little deck she's standing on just to get his foot shown. Like maybe something's fucking wrong, but fucking Jason just hold him so bad. And fucking Chris is just fucking not paying attention. And then all of a sudden he fucking puts his hands on his fucking side of his heads in his <laughs> temples, squeezes his head till his fucking eyes pop out and be like, and that's for my mother's sweater. And then just fucking drops him. Uh, so we've get fucking Rick. Rick gets his head crushed by Jason and his bare hands. Uh, Chris goes outside to look for a boyfriend. She finds Loco's mutilated corpse hanging from a tree. Horrified, Chris runs back inside, tries to barricade the door and lock the windows, when all of a sudden, she's calling for Rick again. Jason answers the call Dude. by sending Rick via airmail. She fucking Rick rolls his ass, or he Rick rolls his ass. And this is scary as fuck, dude. Here comes Rick right through the fucking window. Uh, Jason then fucking enters the cabin, uh, running Jason, uh, Chris goes upstairs, drops an entire bookshelf on the killer to stall him. Twas knowledge what killed the beast. <laughs> I am. You're fucking watching the movie. Watch me. Watch me. Pause it. Come on. Watch you talk. Yes. Go yes, ahead. That's how the fucking show works, ass munch. You could have done better. 
That's how the fucking show works, Orange Joe. Reroll. Listen to Orange Joe. That's, That's how right. the show works, fuckface. It's a bone, you, you lucky dog. Quit watching the movie. You want to watch the movie? Watch before you got here. I know you didn't. Didn't have to. I already know it. Didn't have to. Never said it did. <laughs> uh, so we just need to... We're listeners, almost done. We're almost done. listeners, we reference Team Four Star, the dead zone. Daily. Daily. So anytime... True. Are they running on air? That's so stupid. <laughs> could do without the meat, or could do spice without the rack. spice rack, though. That's exactly what I'm looking for in a castle. <laughs> Welcome to Rock Bottom. I get it. <laughs> I am 110 pissed off, percent pissed off. Gods, demons, saints getting sucked off alike. Something like that. I'm going to eat the apple. Don't eat that apple. <laughs> Hope you got your bads packed, tracking, because you're two. about to go on a trip. Anyway, back to the movie. Chris is uh, upstairs dropping bookshelves on Jason. Dropping it- knowledge. Sake <laughs> is his ass could use some knowledge. Uh, she hides in the linen closet. This is fun. This is so because of the fucking game. This entire no. Mm-hmm. Yes, but no. Yeah, the game's great, but this. You get this scene, you get this this type of scene. Are you Bill Cosby? Why'd you say it like Every that? slasher movie from this point on. You get the scene. But what's great about this is like it's, yeah, you've seen it a million fucking times. This is the first time you're really seeing it where she's hiding in different parts of the house and her dead friends are showing up. You've seen it in Halloween, but you haven't seen it quite like this. Michael is stalking her. Jason is chasing her. There is a Big fucking difference. You're not sure where Michael's going to pop out okay, of Halloween. Okay, a, a, a cat and mouse opposed to a toot-toot hate train. Right? Jason is just like all over the fucking place. He takes the axe. He's got he's chopping down fucking doors. Debbie's uh, fucking... Cardboard in. doors? Cardboard just doors? Press wood. This is a press wood door. It's a press wood door. You're That's a, pre- you're a press wood That's door. That's depressing. Uh, anyway. Chris uses the kitchen knife uh, that she pulls from Debbie's corpse to wound Jason's left hand and right knee. Who then fucking turns the fucking tide on that bitch? Dude, I okay, straight up the sound effects. Ran, ran, ran. That's psycho, homie. And Jason's like, do not want, do not want. I like when he throws it back and you get the. Oh my God, dude, that fucking. Right by her. And then so. Nearly fucking hitting her in the head. And so Chris, what, takes the fucking chair and bashes out the window and tries to slip out with her members only jacket. And Jason's like, sha na na. And dismembers her jacket only. <laughs> yeah. So I don't off know, the top of my head, baby. Jason grabs her. I don't know. She throws her through the window. She falls through the fucking window. Either way, Chris gets away. Um, injuring herself. She runs. Uh, Chris been gone. <laughs> she flees to her van. Uh, she gets only van. Her only van. Sorry. Halfway down the dirt road. And again, good fucking plot. Good, good writing right here. Wonderful callback. Uh, the van fucking runs out of gas as it's going across the bridge that they mentioned earlier. It's pretty rickety. Fucking Chris is like, what the fuck? The van will fucking start. Oh, it's out of gas. This is an old school fucking car. You don't see this anymore. It's a Chevy. It's a dual gas tank vehicle. Bam. Flip the switch. Right. I know. Okay. But it's made by Chevy, right? Chevy. So hit the switch. The fuck it. It goes to the other fuel tank. It's got dual fuel tanks. One the reserve. Side. So it pops the other one. She's like, fuck yeah, getting the hell out of here. But the old rickety bridge that they mentioned earlier, 
starts to fucking break apart. The van starts to sink. JV grabs her. There's a kerfuffle. She, I love this so much. She rolls her hand, his hands manually up, up the fucking manual window fucking, and he's just stuck. He's like, God damn so it. fucking head bashes the window. That's right. Because he's wearing a fucking protective hockey mask. That's right, you know. Takes the window and he's like, oh, I'm back on this bitch. So she fucking runs through the woods and back to the barn and inside. Hold up. Let me jump in real quick. Go ahead. I made a meme a hundred years ago where it's Jason choking Chris through the fucking van. It's like, use your fucking blinkers. Fuck. I know that's a very Michael Myers <laughs> thing to say because I'm from Illinois. Hey, Jason don't even know how to fucking drive. We know of. You know why Jason doesn't talk? Because they got a fucking Joyzy accent. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Hey, Chris. Hey. Hey, you fucking dang bat. Grab the gabagool. Get the fucking gabagool. God damn it. Hey, you fucking dang bat. So we get a... a hey, a, I want to meet you. I want to sh- introduce you to my mother. We actually get a pretty long cat and mouse game uh, inside the barn where Chris hides in the rafters. First, she barricades the door with like a tiny ass little fucking... It's like a handle. And I love that Jason like can't get the door open. And instead of like reaches through like Bagunk! right in any other fucking movie, the killer would just find another fucking way in. He's like, no, opens it enough, reaches through, opens it. It's like, ha ha, dumb bitch. I'm dumb. I'm not that dumb. Yeah, I'm simple, but I ain't fucking dumb. Uh, so Jason then barricades the door himself with the giant fucking professionally. Yes. With the piece of wood that's supposed to go there. He's got all the accessories. And then Buster Rhymes shows up in a Jason gap and goes. No, Jason, get your ass to the garage. Come on, Freddy, go to the garage. Come on, Freddy versus Jason. No, this shit ain't even, Freddy ain't even around. So uh, he he locks the door properly, barricades so she can't get out. Then he starts to search for her everywhere. I also made the best meme of this, too. When he's, like, freaking out, going through each stable, throwing shit, it's like when you're late for work and you can't find your keys. (laughs) (laughs) Because she's just, like, flipping shit and karate chopping chairs. He, fucking, he goes through one fucking spot, just all hay and shit. He's fucking throwing shit around. He's just, he just, he's just fucking. He's having. I a fit. throw that hay up in the air sometimes, saying hey yo. Finally, I eat leg. He looks up. He sees Chris. Uh, she drops. Actually, I don't think he would have seen her. I think this was an attack. I don't think she lost her traction. Well, either way, Chris drops and knocks Jason down for a moment. Then he grabs a machete and a what? A machete. A what? A machete. A machete. A machete. I'll take this machete. <laughs> you're oh, an man, asshole. You're an asshole. <laughs> Chris runs upwards to the hayloft uh, with Jason in pursuit, and he manages. Uh, she manages to knock the killer unconscious with the shovel with the pussiest fucking shovel fucking hit. From so uh, she hides in the hay. Jason's up there. He's like looking around. Oh, where? Where is she? And she. I mean. And then Reggie, the Reggie jumps out and goes, ah! she's got plenty of fucking room to fucking swing. And I guess they just gave her like one cut. It's it's the fucking weakest fucking shovel hit from behind. Like, do I, you remember the I could vid- take this kind of hit and fuck get back up. Yeah. We I'm beat each other with chairs. Uh, do you remember the video where it's like the three teenagers are hanging out and then like the buddy comes up warp speed and just smokes his boy in the back of the yes. head? Because it goes like a clunk. There's a girl version of that, too. Uh, yeah. Well, she throws the shovel in a fucking... Do you know why I know that video, Cincinnati, Jeff? Why? I was that boy. <laughs> You're an asshole. 
Uh, so she manages to knock Jason unconscious with the shovel. Then she wraps the rope around his neck to create a noose that they were using earlier in the barn lift for, for bringing up the hay bales. And it's like Robin Williams sponsored a fucking rope noose. She then Jason like comes too. She's trying to force him out. Oh, at the very he's like, oh, this is all fuck. This is not me. I don't want this. But he fucking hangs and his feet don't touch the fucking floor. He's just hanging outside the barn. This is it's. Hey, so Cincinnati good Jeff, do you know why chicks like Jason? Because he's well hung. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a rob. So boy. she hangs him from the barn's hayloft. Believing Jason finally be dead, Chris fucking moves the barricade and goes to leave. Just hanging around the barn doors, which is great because she opens the doors and there's fucking Jason just swinging in the wind, dead and fucking hanging right there. But he's not dead yet, is he? Oh my motherfucking god! Let me tackle this. So Jason is just swinging in the wind until he ain't. He fucking grabs the anus, hoists himself up, looks at Chris, pulls the fucking hockey mask up. Dead eyes are in the face like, remember me, bitch? Fucking smiles. Pulls his head out of the noose. Drops. And Chris is fucking, oh, goosebumps. Those are real. And he, she's just like, it can't be you. It can't. He, and he, I just wait for She him recognizes be- him as the horrible fucking madman who Chug. attacked her user. I, you know, real talk, I was waiting for Jason to be like, <laughs> kind of shit. And you can see the glee on his fucking face, and that makes this scene at least like one time more scarier than it should be. It's so good. It's such a good fucking scene. Chris backs back into the fucking barn when suddenly Ali appears alive. He struggles with Jason, who predictably overpowers him. Uh, and chops his right arm off. Oh, this is... D- he does... So you see, like, humpback Jason take the machete in his right arm, do, like, a 360 spin around, and lop fucking Ali's arm off. It just goes... He's like... Ah! You know, the response you get when you get your fucking arm cut off by a goddamn machete. And then, then, he, then he goes to town just hacking them. And just... Yeah, so think the monkey wrench scene, but it's a machete. So while Jason is busy with Ali, Chris picks up a nearby axe... Sneaks up behind him as Jason begins to turn. He taps him. She taps him on the shoulder and says, can I ask you hey, a hockey fan? Can I ask you something? And buries that fucking axe into his forehead. Ooh. Even with this wound, the 3D effect of the oh, axe fucking I at the love camera. It. I He's just love lumbering it. forward in her until he suddenly collapses. Doing Frankenstein. Supposedly fights. dead. Chris then stumbles down to the lake shore. Rose oh, no, away. hold up. She kicks him in the head a couple times. Like, doink, doink. <laughs> Fuck you. He ain't bouncing up. She rows away in a canoe. She finds a lake shore. And the next morning, she wakes up well, well, to a couple of small scares. Um, well, one is a foul scare. There's a duck. <laughs> and then there's a piece of wood. That My mortal her. enemies. <laughs> As she's like, oh, She's wood. kind of flabbergasted. She's like scared to touch the wood. She pushes herself away to back towards the well, shore. Yeah, she's a lesbian. Uh, let's be honest here. So this is, I think this might be my favorite scene in the movie. So she's kind of calibrating like the little windows, rainbow wheels spinning kind of shit. And she's then, looking at the house and she hears. And then she fucking looks up and sees JV. Fucking no mask. Pussy wound in his fucking just, forehead. Just 
fucking axe wound agape, and he's clawing at the fucking <gasps> window. Like, and you, you he, can't hear him, but you know he's making the sound. It's like, <laughs> and he is smiling, and it is the most depraved, deranged fucking smile. And he's like, I can't wait to tell you something. And then cut to two seconds later, he dos boots the fucking door off the hinges. Boom! And it's just like, toot, toot, full speed at her. And she's flipping the fuck out because... You got triple T. Hold on, this bitch. <laughs> you killed it, Joe. You make some more. You can't go to my house. Kick my dog. Steal a box of ball points. Woo woo. Woo woo. This is some old carrot cake. <laughs> it's a long distance call, Doug. Okay, if you guys don't know what the fuck we're talking about, terrible Terry Tate, Tate off this linebacker. Yes, if you don't, I mean, what is that? Two thousand. Four, four. Ah, oh, it's early it's a days. Whole it's a whole fucking series. It's, oh, it's, it's so this good. Fucking beast. Reebok commercials. The Reebok commercials of a man that looks like fucking Terry Crews, but is not. It's, it's like terrible Terry Tate. It's fucking like wary. It's Carrie, Carrie Woos or whatever the fuck. Terrible <laughs> Terry Tate. But anyway, so then Chris is like freaking the dub double Dutch fuck out, like in the lake trying to push away, and then she looks at the fucking door. It's there. That was a vision. She gone, and she's like, oh, fuck. I guess I gone crazy. <laughs> well, she ain't gone crazy when suddenly, da-da-da-da, out of nowhere, from the top rope, Pamela Voorhees, with her head reattached to Rick's sweater, comes out worms and all, and fucking grabs her and fucking pulls Chris underneath the water. And scene. <clears throat> Just kidding. Chris later wakes up, realizing this was all a nightmare, the last scene shows the policeman escorting a traumatized Chris out of the cabin into a police car as she screams and laughs hysterically. And we that see is them genuinely like uh, the cut to after the date with the Nachos McWorld. Jason's motionless body lying on the ground, the axe still in his head. And then we see the waters of Camp Crystal Lake and the end. Boom! Do you kids want to see a dead body? <laughs> So we get 12 deaths in this movie. One off screen. Number one, we got Harold Hockett. Wait, who's off screen? I'll tell you. Oh, well, let's get there. Cleaver to the chest. Number two, Edna Hockett stabbed in the back of the head. Three, Fox pitchforked. She got forked in that barn. Yeah. Four, we got Loco. Four, Loco. Another pitchfork. Five, Vera spear through the eye. Six, Andy. Chopped in half. Chops away. Seven. Debbie stabbed through the back of the zone. Zone. <laughs> that's a that's eight. A, that's a twofer. Ding ding. Throat slit off screen. Shelly still counts. He dies on screen. I I I'd say he's off screen. Uh, number nine. Chuck electrocuted. Uh, ten is chilly. Gaga gaga gaga. Impaled with a high hot fire poker. Poker. Number eleven. Rick. Head squeezed to death. And number 12 is Ali, hand cut off. Sorry, Ali, hand cut off, then hacked to death. What was your favorite kill, Nachos? You're not even going to say fucking Jason? He died. Wink, wink. He did not die. He's disposed of for the movie. That don't count. Okay. Um, Dude, real talk is right. What do you think? Well, how about you, Chief? I like Vera's. Oh, that's good too, man. Both good 3D deaths. Yeah, yeah. I do like Rick's head squish. It's fun. It's very original for the series. Yeah, you don't really get a lot of that. 
But I do, I do like Vera's just the whole fucking way he. Oh, that like, swagger! Snipes the fucking... That is his fucking intro too, man. Yeah, fuck, dude. You know what? Same team, same team. Yeah, Vera. All right, you ready for some stuff you should know? No Maybe. greetings. What seems to be your boggle? My boggle. This is always fun to talk about. The original film involved Ginny, Amy Steele, from the previous film, uh, being confirmed. You said Pee-wee's film? <laughs> from the previous film, from being confirmed film. Uh, to be at a psychiatric hospital. She was going to be suffering from trauma inflicted on her during the whole ordeal with Jason in the previous movie, and she eventually finds out that, intent on revenge, he has tracked her down and begins to murder the staff and other patients at the hospital. Sound familiar? Right. Uh, as Amy I'm holding up my Michael Myers. Ultimately declined uh, the offer to return to the series as she was busy with other projects. Uh, she has given many reasons. Uh, she says that maybe um, it was her agent who didn't think she should do it. Asian? Uh, but Secret Asian man? Ultimately, now she's like, oh, I definitely should have done this because. In retrospect, yeah. She wanted to. Here, here's the most accepted answer is that she wanted to be taken as a serious actress and be the lead in other movies that weren't cool this was the 80s where you're like you cut your teeth on horror movies and you, then you got another stuff ali kevin bacon uh but uh, you said ali again Allah, kevin bacon but this didn't happen for her she got uh she was a star in one made for tv movie she was in another not without my movie. tampons you ever see that and one? then in 1985 86 uh we covered it she was uh, a lead role in. Oh, looks like somebody dipped back to the genre. April Fool's Day. Uh, produced by Frank Mancuso once again. Which is a fantastic fucking movie. I and love April Fool's Day. Bring me the real third act. Hashtag touch my dick. So it's just, it just, it's, I always laugh about this. It's always funny to talk about. Like she's like, nah, I want to be taking this serious action. I don't want to do any more horror. Well, guess what? This is what you end up doing. More horror. Hey, you know what? Jamie Lee didn't cut her teeth, grinded her fucking teeth to the gums right? on horror movies, and then she went legit. Then she get the fucking fish called Wanda. It took her. <laughs> she took her tits out. Uh, <laughs> Kenny. She took her tits out in Trading Places. That's right. And he's here to. It's Ken. Kill me. He's coming to kill me. Uh, the house, the barn, and the lake were all purpose built on location sets. The man-made lake wasn't properly sealed, and subsequently the water drained into the soil during the first week of filming. Oh, we noticed. This was fun because the house and the barn are great. They're they're full on they're full on functional pieces of property that I think stood there for a long time before they were eventually burnt down or demolished. What is the only thing that is intact from this film? Uh, I believe it's the barn, right? You are correct. Yeah, the house burnt down. So you know the story behind that. Because uh, some dumb dums went out there to like crash the set and all that shit, and they didn't realize this was a fabricated set. So they went to use the fire <coughs> air parentheses fireplace, and when they realized it didn't have a full functioning flume, they built they burnt the motherfucker to the ground, which is a bummer. Yeah, kind of want to find those people and like Voorhees them because <laughs> Pakenak which was in Connecticut is still standing I believe. No. They tore it, it got it got bought out. Is it recently? Mm, like 10 years ago. It got hmm. bought out <clears throat> by some big rich yuppies and they built like a big fancy boy house there kind of shit. That's a bummer. Yeah. Well, I mean those the original building w- 
it was there, but it was for storage, but it was decrepit as fuck. And some of the anyway, moving on. It's more that these things were built and they're not taken serious because speaking of this, and we mentioned it earlier and I want to talk about it. Higgins Haven is my favorite map on the Friday the 13th, the game. Oh my God. So it's, it's so fun to, like, if you're a fan of that game and then to watch the fucking movie after playing the game. knowing where actual fucking locations and artifacts are in the area, which they do to a degree. Gun and then media they, did such a good job. Yes and no. To a degree, I get it because you need to, like, still have other cabins and shit for the gameplay. Sure. But uh, for what it's worth, yeah, dude, I'm not get, mad. Get, yeah, they do have the other cabin. You get the barn, the outhouse, and the fucking Higgins Haven cabin, like, all where they need to be geographically. I'm, I'm pretty sure if you scroll down the road, there's not a bunch of other cabins. But still, I get it. You gotta, you gotta, yeah. Right, you gotta make it, you gotta make the map bigger than just two and a half buildings. And you gotta get up to get down. So, I, I just, I love this map so much. It's so great. The Jarvis map, which they added later. I like it. It's, it's convoluted. There's, there's just, a lot going on. They're, in the movie, yes, they're close to each other, but like on the in the game, they're like it's just like they're too goddamn close. It's like they're like next door neighbors. It's like me running through my fucking neighbor's house and my house kind of thing, which could possibly happen. But like the way the film makes it seem, yo, does his dick ever work anymore? Right, their neighbors, they're not fucking across the street neighbors. But when you play the map in that game, they're fucking very much across the street. Packinac is good because it's very much on a. All right, in a camp, and then of course, obviously, Camp Crystal Lake itself is also in a camp. You know what? It's our podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Uh, let's just burn through the maps real quick. Camp Crystal Lake, I fucking love it. The little island, that's great. Camp Crystal Lake, small. Uh, I don't know. I was so pissed off when the small maps happened. I wasn't too. But mad then about I got. It. Oh no, I was fucking living. I was like, "You're in the fucking game." Yeah, but then you get to be Jason, and it's different. And I'm like, "Oh, okay, yeah." I kind of appreciate. I it. don't know, dude. Like, I'm not saying I'm MVP Jason, but Can Crystal Lake Big is hard to be Jason on. I don't know. I mean, pick your Jason. I was fucking Merkin, like seldom. Uh, I was always, uh, I was always part five. I was always Roy because your boy get, Roy. He gets the fucking extra morph and shit. Like it's just a lot more fun for 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 the way I play. You know what? If we do a Friday the Thirteenth the video game episode, like our first episode, whoa! I say we get Bodacious B and Atomic Scarecrow on and just talk about that shit. I think that would be a fucking stellar episode. Remember when we played with Dude. the Harbor Horror guys and we let Aaron be chasing the one time, and he was like, "I'm just struggling." I kept dancing around, Dude. <laughs> I had, you can get me. I, he killed me once. I came back as Tommy, and he just kept fucking just running around him. Just come on, buddy, try harder. <laughs> I remember I was Captain Fruity Booty Chad. Remember yeah, that? That's Chad in the tiger stripe G string, where you're just out there, bam, but just dancing and cracking bats. Sorry, Aaron, I'm, we love you, but uh, I'm always Shelly. If I don't come back as if I, when I start, I'm always Shelly. I once Shelly was unlocked, like when they gave him when they gave us to him. I'm Shelly nonstop. I was. Uh, 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 um, La Chapa, La Chapa before that, which was, which was the Shelly character. Yeah. I mean, fundamentally, oh my God, what his fucking chunky mongoloid ass was in the fucking Andre, the giant, uh, man, <laughs> that game. So good. Okay. So Camp Chris Lake small. All right. So let's jump to pack and act. Fuck, that's a really good map too. It's a fantastic map. I love all the uh, even when you go small, you still get the majority of the cabins that are very much near pack and act lodge. Right, right. Um, man, and I think Camp Crystal Lake and Packinac, e either version, easiest to maneuver with a car. 
Because I just remember, like, I got ran over so many times by fucking cockface counselors. Like, I'm like, hey, guys, wait for me. Blah! Y'all some bitches. Before they fixed it, it would be so funny. Nachos and I would be it. fucking playing. And No, no, no. They did patch it to, like, so originally, it's like, okay, you need a car battery. There's two cars. Like, there's usually two batteries. The four-banger like, or the two-seat. We would, like, get into the car with the extra can of gas, and I, I'd be like, all right, I got the gas. He's like, I got the keys to the other car, and we'd leave. So they couldn't fucking fix the other car. They couldn't fix the Well, boat. before they would, like, respawn near the shore or whatever. Yeah. Because you just be able to leave with that shit and be like, fuck everybody else. I remember the first game I ever played, like, professionally. Professionally, like, I guess. It was the day it came out, when you're talking about when you got in the boat? Oh, my God. Who? It was Bodacious B. He fucking hosed me. He just soloed out. I was like, you son of a bitch. God damn it. And he's like, I got an achievement. I just chatted. And yeah, I, you, re- <laughs> you call me. You're like, you got to do this fucking thing. You got to leave on the boat by yourself. <laughs> I remember my signature, asshole, my signature move was because you'd be playing with the kids from the UK and shit. They'd be like, I've got the petrol. I've got the battery. I'm like, <laughs> oh, dude, uh, I'll disarm these bear traps by the car but uh i think the keys are up north i was like you go ahead and put the gas in the battery in and i'll watch your back they do that you fucking get in the four banger and you just roll out by yourself and your boy's like <laughs> what the fuck you're like i like to put my feet up <laughs> so i always start with a fucking walkie-talkie so i can hear people oh my god uh atomic scarecrow and i were playing with bodicious b one time and this was the most absurd because that game was so buggy, but that's part of the charm, you know, like a Friday the 13th movie. Mm-hmm. And Jason came up and he hit the side of the car. It didn't stop it. It fucking pinwheeled this shit like a fucking Donkey Kong barrel launched the motherfucker across the screen. Like we're on the opposite side of the fucking map. We're all like laying on the ground. The car's upside down on fire. I'm like, what the fuck happened? I remember being at Pakenag. There's a hack. <laughs> where you like you you butt up next to the chimney and you can scoot all the way up and get on the fucking roof and i just remember the guy who at rando was jason he's like hey how do i get up there it's like i don't know bitch we're all just fruity booty dancing up on the roof it was awesome all right uh yeah so higgins, higgins Hagen, Hagen, that's pretty cool too uh jarvis man uh even not Hillcrest. What the fuck is part five? Uh, it's the uh, Hillcrest. No, no, that's it's, the Hillcrest um, Academy for sh- not Shady Pines. Oh, uh, it's the fucking uh, where they fucking have the little hospital. I'm sorry, what hospital? Oh! Um, oh, fucking hold up. Not Shady Pines. Uh, because it's T Jarve. Fuck, what is it? Don't say it. I'm gonna think of it. Grove. Slender Grove, Angel Grove. Yeah, and then the fucking Power Rangers show up. <laughs> I know this. This is so upsetting. Friday the 13th, part five. Wolf Crest, Crest. No. Fuck, what is that level? Well, what? Ah, goddamn. It starts with a tree. Tree Farmville town. I got nothing. What is it? Pinehurst. Oh fuck me. Why? I, I pfft, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. So that's five, was, baby. It's your favorite. That's your favorite, man. I like five. I mean, it's Marshall's favorite, just like Halloween three. He doesn't <laughs> listen to this shit. 
I I thought that Pinehurst was pretty good. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. Ah, it was spread out fairly well. It's like your butt cheeks. Whoa, <laughs> Higgins Haven again. I I it's not it's the map that I love. It, there's Ooh. the extra cabins, but um, man, a little too close. Fuck to when you go over the bridge. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. It's fucking Higgins Haven, the big I w- one. I was always uh, a fan of of uh, getting the getting the fuse and fucking. Mm. Calling, the, calling the caps man straight up first thing i would do i'd show up to the fuse box and just booby trap the fuck out booby trap booby trap oh yeah i remember mm-hmm. all right so uh to prevent the film's plot from being leaked the production used the fake title crystal japan after a david bowie song this became began an on again off again tradition of giving friday 13 films david bowie songs during production and filming for part three they moved production from connecticut to california but they could be closer to the Hollywood experts needed for a film that was attempting to revitalize 3D. Oh, what the fuck? It, what? They told the East Coast-based Steve Daskowitz, or Steve Dash, if he wanted to play Jason as he did for most of Part 2, he had to pay for his own airfare out to California. That's he, fucked up, man. Right? That's he, bullshit. He objected, so the part was recast with Richard Brooker. I mean... By a former English trapeze artist who would perform his own stunts and appear physically intimidating in stature. He hey, was much taller than Steve Dash. I love Steve Dash. Respects. Warren Gillette, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Uh, but, oh shit. When Richard Brooker was in his full makeup, he couldn't use his mouth, so he had to drink tiger smoke through a straw. <laughs> uh, according to the book, Crystal Lake Memories. Memories. It's a porno parody. <laughs> Chris. Chris's past encounter with Jason was originally intended to imply a sexual assault, which we've obviously talked about. Rapeson. Uh, the series was meant to conclude with the century, and the writers wanted audiences to be pleased with Jason's demise, reasoning that if he were portrayed as a rapist, they would have no interest in seeing him come back. It was ultimately decided that this was too dark a direction to take for the character, and those elements were removed from the film. You know, they kind of did the same shit with Frederick Krueger, too. And finally, for the original ending... Chris awakens in the canoe on Crystal Lake after the events of the previous evening left her the lone survivor. Chris rows the canoe back to the shore and begins walking towards the house with an exhausted demeanor. She suddenly hears a noise from the house, and thinking it's Rick, she begins to run to the porch. Once she arrives at the front door, it suddenly bursts open and Jason emerges to Chris's surprise. Jason then grabs Chris by the hair and chops her head off with his machete. These images, these images are shown in the original look, uh, uh, and also include the original look of Jason Voorhees as well. Well, which he had a different mask. Yeah, I didn't uh, like that. It. Was uh, makeup effects? Stan, Stan Winston. Winston. Yeah, I, 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 Stan Winston. I hate to say, I hate to shit on that. I, I hate to yuck that dude's yum, but it's just I like what we got back. After the decision was made to excise the original ending, the look of Jason was completely overhauled into the film we see today. So you can, there is no. This was filmed, but there are no. There's no cutscenes for this. However, there are many stills from the dailies that exist online, so you can see what the mask would have looked like. But you, you, you know, can I see know her this? getting ch- her head chopped off because I was looking this shit up in the Collinsville High School when I was a freshman. <laughs> well, I know, I'm just for the listeners, not for you. Oh yeah, just slightly. uh So it's it's fun to see. There was also in a uh, also a second ending that was written but never filmed. Uh, very similar to the ending that we got, except when Ali attacks Jason, he survives after he gets his hand cut off, and both him and Chris escape uh, the Higgins Haven. Wait a minute. No, there's another one. Um, Chris wakes up, and she found out it was all a dream, and that she didn't shoot JR. No? <laughs> 
Am I thinking something different? As Dallas. So, but it, it is Hagen. fun to see. The, the, so there was no stills from that. It was never filmed. It was written and scrapped. But the uh, original ending, like I said, where, where Chris gets her head cut off, you can see the the still footages for that. You can see what Jason originally looked like. We get a much better. I, when I say mask, is he's not wearing a mask. It's just the Jason, the mask that Richard facial, Brooker wears. Uh, yeah. uh, pro- prospects, prosthetics, uh, prosthetics that Jason that uh, Richard Brooker wear wore. Uh, no, you're drunk, listeners. Fuck you. It's much better. We got we got a much better looking Jason. Uh, so let's move on to the final thoughts. Well, what do you know? I asked for final cut, and I got it. <laughs> All right, Nachos, what you like, what you didn't like, and give us your score of one out of ten. Well, hold up. I'm going to give us a little snort of the devil's cut real quick. Just two little snorts of the devil's cut. All right. Man, you know what? Friday the 13th Part 3 in 3D, or without 3D, your preference. This movie's fucking fun. If you have a problem with this movie, you're telling me you do not like the fundamentals of a Friday the 13th film because here they are, textbook example. I mean, this is it. <laughs> the kills, not a lot of nudity. I'm fine with that. Uh, it's just... This is it. This is the quintessential... I mean, people it, will say part four's the best. I have mad love for part three because it's a fun roller coaster ride. The characters, I think the most unlikable character might be the bikers, but they're fun as shit. Shelly, a neurotic Jewish person. Also supposed to be unlikable. Fun as shit. I just. This movie, I'm not going to give it a 10. I think the worst character in this movie is the lake. <laughs> uh, So honestly, man, I. I a little biased because I love these fucking films and I think one through five just that is just chef's kiss I give this this is an easy nine you got Jason you got whatever I think I nailed it what what about you like you know what and I will uh send that off with a little snort of devil's cut a little gnort yeah and I got some uh other shit when you're done after your thing Sticker, sticker shooters or poop shooters. Ooh, that bat, little purple. You got some perp. <sighs> I got that purple. I got that cake. I can build a cake. Most of the backwash. I like it though. All right. Final thoughts. So, essentially, up to this point, you haven't had f- slashers that have been franchised. Yet. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, hold up. All right. I'd like to hear from you. He's my best friend. He's my pal. He's my homeboy. My rotten soldier. My sweet cheese. My good time boy. Slick and nasty Jess. What Jess? What do you have to say? Listen to Orange Joe. I had to do that. Go ahead, buddy. Up to this point, slashers haven't been franchised yet. And. Don't get me wrong. They have been trying to stop Jason from practically the beginning. What, the producers? And <laughs> nobody really wanted this to be a franchise, but it kept going. You had Halloween 2, which was essentially the end. But now you've got Friday the 13th Part 3, which caught up. Also, and then, 2 and 3 in the same year by the same director. And then they ended this with, you know, like, oh, well, we were going to end it, but we potentially might have it for one more, which could be the final. Also, which they did say the final. Money. 
Sorry, go ahead, buddy. But at, up to this point, again, when you watch this, you're, you're watching this through rose-colored glasses. You've seen this kind of stuff before. But this is the first time they were developing a lot of this. And I, I, that's what I like about it. You got to look at, you got to look at through the lens of like this is the first time this has ever happened. It's nineteen fucking eighty two. This shit hasn't fucking really taken place before, right? This is so much, so much fun to be had here. I like the three D stuff. It doesn't bother me. It's a little goofy, but it's gimmicky. it's a three D movie. That's what, but that's what makes it fun. And the fun part about it is you don't have to watch it in three D to enjoy it. Uh, Jaws three D kind of requires that ending to be in three D to really make it like. Whoa, terrifying. Otherwise, it's just a goofy shark that comes through a window. And a- Yo, Pumpkin Ass told me she'd never seen Jaws before. <laughs> what? I know. So, that being said... Not being a gatekeeper. Like Nachos had said, I like the characters. Everybody's fucking fun. Uh, the people that you're supposed to hate, you don't really hate. Like, I'm not mad at anybody. Richard Brooker looks fantastic as Jason... One of my favorite parts that I, I text Nachos after getting the Scream Factory Blu-ray versions because like they'd cleaned up so much mm. of the audio. Is so I'm like, man, when fucking Chris stabs him with the knife in the leg <laughs> and the hand, like you really hear him like <laughs> on the old DVDs, it's hard to hear that. It sounds like <laughs> it's really fucking hard to hear. And it, it sounds like that actually continues on later with the with, with uh part four too, which is really nice. You hear you hear Ted White really give a oh, couple when he catches it. It's really fun. So I'm like, man, I'm I'm digging this so much. The more that I watch this, the more that I like this. It's not my personal favorite. I love that this is the origin of the mask. I like that it takes technically three movies of Jason to get there. He's sort of in the first one. He's out. I'll count it. One. I'll count uh, it. And then halfway through this one, he really gets his mask. It's just a lot of fun, man. That, that and that's the best part. Of, that's what makes these things so great. Is that they're just fucking fun. They're just fun movies just turn your brain off shut the fuck up get some buddies get some brews get some buds get some boobies just shut the fuck up sit down watch this are you are you afraid of a good time it's not my favorite mine personally is part five i appreciate what part four does that's a fantastic fucking movie but i will say that overall this is my as i said earlier my favorite looking jason richard brooker is just a fucking mountain of a man I love what Steve Dash does. I think that, uh, um, again, sounds conflicting, but I think that Baghead Jason is the scariest looking Jason. It's not that Steve Dash he is the scary looking. terror. But the way he looks is just fucking terrifying. Ooh, wait, this is the up. best looking Jason. Like the funhouse. Terror. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, this pregnant on sluts. Oh, that movie. Uh, so, just... Overall, man, like I've just got nothing bad to say about it. Really, like it's, it's not perfect, but it's just it's just a lot of fucking f you win. I give this eight potentially assaulted Chris's out of ten rape since. All right, I respect that, but I will say ahead, one more thing though, and three inches hard. I I noticed this earlier, and I don't think I've noticed this in any other Friday the Thirteenth. Is this the sweet ass disco beat? Millions. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. Let me get through this fucking... I gotta skip the ad. I wanna fucking hear about the millions of fucking healthcare fucking enrollment.gov shit. But, this is important. This is something I noted earlier, and I not just wanted to ask your opinion on this, because you are the authority. Is this the official? I don't think this is. It is. Oh, man. This is the part three theme. Right? Which, obviously... Rolls with the credits oh, after we get the whole Jenny story. Well, and the intros. That's what I mean. It's the intro. 
after the whole Jenny story. Oh, yeah. Now, watching this, I noticed something when um, Ali and Loco pick up fucking Shelly. The theme plays in the background. Now, is this the only time in any of the movies where the theme plays inside the movie? Yes. This is the only time that happens. It's like Forest Oaks, New Jersey. So I think they may have shot that part of it. All right. So this song, a big hit in the disco clubs and gay bars. Didn't know. So Jason B. Helping Bros. Buffhug. So again, when you're watching this and you see this movie, I just think time, Jason or Freddy sucking Jason's dick. I just I'm I'm used I'm used to this soundtrack. I'm used I'm used to these themes. But like I was watching, I was like, man, that that, I never noticed this playing in the background before. It's very subtle. Oh, I know, baby. But like, it's that never happens in the other movie, right? Like, it's like Roy Burns doesn't fucking show up with the paramedics all of a sudden. The fucking part five theme plays. Okay, with the exception of Man Behind the Mask and. Part that's six, but that's kind of a that's not thing. really a theme. But this 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 kind of th- this the generally the credits theme never is only played during the credits, right? Never during the movie. It's the important thing. Oh yeah, yeah. And I like that. Hold up. Hold. Whoa, 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 whoa. All right, all right. Yeah, the whole time that they're in the convenience store, once once he gets grabbed, it fucking plays. And I, I lo- just I love how they hoist him up. And also, Loco is all about flicking cigarettes at people. That's that's a dick move. Potentially starting fires. Well, he didn't start the fire. All right. So before we wrap this shit up, I'm gonna say this: people suck Jenny's weenie off from part to you know you know. Let's get a snort. Amy Steele. Yeah, let's let's get. Right, one. I'll pour it up while you talk. All right, Dad, go easy on me. It's my birthday. Uh. So anyway, everybody praises Amy Steele, Jenny, fucking Amy Steele, Jenny, Jenny from part two as being like the ultimate final girl in the Friday the 13th franchise. She's cunning. She has her wit about her, but a rat made her piss herself and uh, she didn't really win. I mean, what she slammed a machete halfway through or Jason's torso. That's cool. After cutting off fucking. Steve Dash with his finger. Well, down the middle, and you know, thirteen stitches. Are you asking me? No, no. I'm, I'm just, I'm naming her achievements because I'm going to bring in Chris. Chris, fuck it. She got raped by Jason. You know what? She revenged her rape by killing her rapist. Potentially leaves this film unscathed. Uh, physically, yes. Now there are decades of therapy involved. (laughs) Sure. All right. What damage does she sustain? None. She kills Jason. Like, full-on kills. Dead. But doesn't. Mm, She kills, dispatches Jason, probably more so than Jenny. That I agree with. That I agree with. She did it. A much more mortal blow. And she did it all by her goddamn self. Ali pops up. All he did was buy time. Paul he, it wasn't was, a part of it. Paul was tag team assault the whole time. Paul, there's somebody in this fucking room. I give it to Chris. No, not at the end there. It was just Ginny and Jason in the sweater in the head. Until Paul shows up. How well do you remember these movies? 
Uh, sorry, not to make that sound condescending, and but Ball, yeah, he, but he again, it was he was more of a distraction. He wasn't like holding Jason down, and then she's like, "Yeah, fucking put the machete through his neck." I don't know, man. I'm just saying, Paul was like full on fisticuffs, and uh, you know, I'm we, agreeing with you. I'm just, I'm just. How def- dare you agree with me? I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just defending Ginny's position a little bit more. That's what I'm saying. I'm playing the devil's advocate. Here. And somebody said retard, and somebody didn't. I'm just saying, Marshall. No, I meant Jenny. Shame, shame. Like he's even gonna listen to this. Uh, all right. So, who's just, your favorite final girl from the entire franchise? No, I just I always pit Jenny against Chris. Okay. Now, who's the better actress? Amy fucking Steele all goddamn day of the week. I love Chris because of her cute little tight polo shirts. Those are fun. We need to bring those back. Amy Steele's probably the best. Okay, out of out of the first four, who's your favorite? Pamela, duh. Final girl. She's in two. She's in three. She counts. Finally, it has She's not happened. a final girl. She's the killer. <laughs> All right. I don't know, man. Adrian King, she's cool, but she gets iced. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> At least Alice fully dispatches her killer, though. Ooh, that's hard as fuck. Yeah. And JV does show up and. So, who do we have? Trish from 4? Trish doesn't do a goddamn thing. That's all TJ. I know. And Rob. I don't know, man. I'll still give it to Chris. I mean, okay, Adrian, or Alice, Chris, Jenny. We're not even worried about Trish. She don't count. <laughs> she don't do shit. She finds her mom in a bathtub, potentially, maybe. Right. All right, well... As always, thanks well, for listening. Hold up, hold up. We didn't have Aaron here to end it on a joke. Or a joke? You got a joke? I got a joke. Does he end things on jokes? Do we normally end things on jokes? Yeah, that's what I come. I got a joke. My marriage. Oh, oh no, hold up. Uh, I got, let's, let's tell him a joke before we bounce out. So a man walks into a bar with a chimpanzee. No, we're not doing this. Why not? Because, it, one, it's my joke. Oh, you own it. And it's a gorilla. <laughs> Two... Chimpanzees are sexier. Remember to always stay spooky!